Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Around, and this time we're going all the way back to 1998 of our Survivor Series. I think one of only two Survivor Series. Christ, that was early. That was early. Couldn't wait any longer. Carry on. Can, am, I, am I allowed? What else you got to do? I've got long shot, raspy and black room. Lovely stuff. Um, yeah, we're going back to Survivor Series 1998. It's getting early and earlier every bloody week. It's, I think, only one of two Survivor Series where there's an actual traditional Survivor Series match. But before we get into that, joining me is the newest YouTube sensation, Terry Peters. Terry Peters, how are we doing? Oh, you make me blush. Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. The numbers have swiftly declined, but I'm appreciative of every number I picked up this week on, on the old YouTube, where you can find me, Bell Nation. Come watch my football manager stuff. Two videos out tomorrow. No, two videos are out on Monday. Good start. But they'll have already um, this comes yeah, out on Wednesday. I know that that's why I said that now there are two videos have already come out. Yeah, four out there because three. I'll have Tuesday and Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so three. Oh, four out. So I've got two coming out There's on Monday. Two on Monday, yes. Oh, four. Oh. Four then. So four go watch Charlie. Go watch Charlie's four. That is come out. Yeah. Christ. Joining me good. as well is Lou Markham. Lou, how are we doing? I'm very good, thank you. Yeah. Very good. I had some. I had some feedback, Chris. Oh. What feedback? I'm a good friend know. of the show, uh, Aaron Franklin. Yeah, um, and he said uh, you should you should rag on Terry Mar. <laughs> so fuck you, Terry, you bald cunt. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it's interesting you say that. Um, I believe you've got a gripe with our own Terry Peters. Yeah, I do. I do actually. I didn't, I didn't even need to to wear Aaron's prompt because I was going to say this anyway. So um, you know, we're on the um, you know, Terry Peters got. I've got a bit of defending on this. I know exactly what's going to happen here. Peters, you'll have your turn. I'm going to be the adjudicator here. Peters, you'll have your turn for a rebuttal. Lou, go ahead. It's got his Twitch stream, mate. But he don't do anything wrestling there really. He plays football manager. Twitch.tv forward slash Bell Nation. Alright, he's got your plugs in again. Um, so yeah, he's he's got his Twitch stream. You know, Friday night, right? You know, I join in, support a friend, right? Don't even like football manager, I don't play it myself, but you know, I went into support. And uh, but now he's got his new football manager friends in there. Oh, friends! What's he got? Like football manager UK and uh, I don't know, the one football manager fan that you thought. And um, not, not people. And at the end of it, he just goes, "Oh, thank, thanks, uh, you two. 
<laughs> FM UK, whatever it's called, and, and, and Football Manager Fan 84 for, for sticking around. To be fair, big, though, completely big times with me. I didn't have you at all. I did not because yeah. which when you're on your own says you've got one viewer, and it said I had two people, and that person was talking. I didn't know you were still there. How's that? Well, I know that when you went. What about me? And then I thanked you for your continued loyal support to me as well. We were just talking to other people about football manager. I was talking to people about other football manager. I was talking about Celta. You were there at the start. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right from the beginning. Eight. Yeah, too big for his fans. I mean, you never turn up, do you, Ross? <laughs> well, I'm not going to now. You know what I mean? No appreciation. I did turn up, and not once did I get thanked at the end of a stream. Well, because you always have, have a go at me, the pair of you. <laughs> Tell you what, I got sick of being blocked, asking, yeah. you know, honest questions. Not honest questions at all. You're both horrible people. But um, well, I appreciate you... both your continued support. Upon well, my I've, I've rescinded my support. Oh. <laughs> Gross, yeah. And I've started the hashtag, hashtag cancel two Peters. <laughs> Ooh, that is not fair. Two Peters is over, pay. Well, Peters, I also have a grape with you. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> granted, so, you granted around. I wasn't there on Friday, um, but I can, yeah, you you know, your YouTube videos are ticking off. You know the YouTube's newest celebrity. Um, you know, we're all pleased. I record started... numbers for, um, for football, was, for football what? manager. Just yeah. any football manager video ever, I heard. Yes. Oh, although, I, genuinely, I don't know what the, the highest viewed football manager video ever is. I'd love to know Whatever that. Got, we stopped the count, so it was you on, it was you on Monday. Yeah, no, sorry. We, yeah, we, we, we did stop the count. Only ones with fake votes. Um, but Pittsburgh Peters, um, every week on the show, I let you get your social medias in. You know, let you push the Bell Nation brand. Not once. Not once have you pushed messing around on your YouTube channel. You're too big for Lou on Twitch. You're too big for both of us on YouTube. It's outrageous, Peters, and you need to change. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change. You know, you're right. Look, look, me and you, Lou, right now, with Paul Heyman on ECW, you know, listen to last week or the week before. Last week, wasn't it? Last week. Last week. Right. Where Paul Heyman on ECW, Lou, on okay. CNN. Go with us. Say Peters is the network. Cyrus. I am Cyrus the virus. Cyrus the virus. Peter's the virus. Absolutely. There's not one, not one scrap of advertisement. Do you know what I mean, love? No, I agree. I agree. So, we do have our own YouTube channel as well. It's great. It's really yeah. good. Content. Really good, solid content that I spent hours curating on there. So get, get yourself on, get there. on there. Tay Peters. Yeah. You know, are you playing that? Okay, I will aim to do better. Yeah, thank you. But shout out to a friend of the show, Tom Campbell. Uh, Lights out sweet. Yeah, he did. So that's big news. That's big. Yeah. He, he likes a picture of me, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's pretty big. See, again, more promotion. Yeah, promoting you, promoting the Bell Nation brand. Actually, no, I, I tagged him to his fish pod. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> well, it makes a lot of sense, didn't it? Ted's fish yeah, pod. it did. It didn't make it was, a lot it, was a, it was a fish. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I am Tez. Go on, go on, follow all our, our stuff. You'll get that at the end. It's just wrestling around, you'll see it. Yeah, it's good. I might, yeah. we might do more. We might do, we might do more. There are some st- stuff on there. There is some stuff. There's you some... could be listening to this on YouTube. People do. Yeah, so there we go. Mm. I mean, if you, if you are listening to it on YouTube, chances are you're the many, many people who tunes in thinking it's the full pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just gets there and it's just three British dogs talking. So, um, two British dogs. Two British dogs, yeah. No, English. Two English dogs. Two English dogs, yeah. Because Terry Peters is obviously a Canadian. 
<laughs> two yeah. English two English dogs yakking. Yeah. And I'm not a dog either. Strong words, uh, two Peters. Really the words. intro there. Two Peters Clinton is not a dog. I'm not a dog. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Right, there we are. We'll, we'll leave it there, Peter's, you know. Um, but I would have stuck up for you, but, um, you know, if you're not going to be part of the team, then neither me and Lou. <laughs> you want to go on your own, Peter's? Go on your own. <laughs> feeling a chasm splitting. I'm going to have to try and keep everyone together, yeah. Let's like... have a nice, nice friendly wrestling. I mean, I don't know if that's words in this podcast, but, but fuck you, Toe Peter's. But <laughs> let's have a nice friendly. <laughs> Friendly wrestling podcast. This is going to be a wrestling around Civil War. You'll be all over this, Luke, since you're such a big Marvel oh, yeah. fan. Good thing. Yeah, I would be Iron Man. It's Is wrestling it's around World War. Iron Man win. Yeah, Peter's is Hawkeye. <laughs> hey, I, wa- I watched the film with Hawkeye. <laughs> I watched the film with Hawkeye. Peter's is Hawkeye because you hear him and think he's shit. Yeah, Hawkeye's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hawkeye's the worst one. You're the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh. Okay, okay. He started his own YouTube channel and didn't plug his podcast on it. It's all right. It's all right. Okay, got his new Avenger friends. <laughs> That's what I heard. Yeah. But that was good. No, what was it? Was it the Barn? No, what's he in? The Barn. Is in one of the Barn films, isn't he? Is, is he not in the Barn film that doesn't have Matt Damon in it? Yeah. I watched him in a film last night as well, actually. Called what The Town. Else? What else is he in? The Town. The one with. Is that the one with Ben Affleck? Yes. He's ben also Affleck. in. I liked him as Batman. No one else did. I think he was let down by the film. I just got really sad that I mean, to be fair, I've not seen the main Batman film. I've only seen him in Suicide Squad. Not Suicide Squad. But he's in there for a brief second. Oh, like, Suicide Squad is Justice terrible. League. Have you not seen Batman vs Superman? That's meant to be horrendous. You got to pay. You got to pay for it now. And Justice League was free. I mean, I'm, I'm, I get bored by all superhero films, but. I, I mean, I don't think it's as bad. I think some people said it was bad. So it's one of them where everyone thinks it has, everyone, you know, it's cool to say it's bad. It's like the reverse of the Joker. One of my favourite Christmas films is a superhero film. What film's that? No. Jingle All the Way, where Arnie plays Turbo Man. It's got never seen kid. it. Never seen it. And it's got Jake Lloyd from Star Wars. It was Anakin Skywalker in it. It's great stuff. Oh, well, he get got, it watched. He got yeah, loads of abuse and quite, didn't he? Pretty, yeah. Uh, yeah, get get Jingle all the way watched. It's got Tom Hanks' wife in it as well, Rita, whatever her name is. Rita Hanks. Jacobay. Tom Hanks' wife, Rita Hanks. <laughs> well, that's her name. Her name's Rita. Well, look, why did you, could you not think of her last name then? <laughs> no, because she doesn't go by Rita Hanks. I don't think. I think she goes by another name. So. Yeah, what's she go by? Oh, what's Tom Hanks' wife's name? Oh, yeah, Mrs. Hanks. Mrs. Hanks. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna Google it because we can't we can't leave this, can we? Yeah, you've got to you've got to do it. Tom Hanks, he's he's Rita, Rita Wilson. There you go, Rita Wilson. See, or yeah. Rita Hanks. You can met. We're going off topic here, but you both seen Castaway, right? Sure, I've. The Wilson, the little netball, whatever it is, football thing. Peter, you like the biggest movie we've had a favourite. Yeah, I've not seen it. Not seen what? what is that? You've seen, you've seen like every movie. I've not seen, seen every movie. Three films and he's yeah, watched. You've seen, you've seen a lot more than me. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, to be fair, all we've seen is Marvel and Castle. Watching all the Marvel films this and year. The Alan like, Partridge double, film. Double the amount of films that I've watched in my lifetime, <laughs> I think. Well, anyhow, what I was going to say is, um, do you think that came out before he met Rita Wilson? Well, yeah, he was on his own now, eh? Or do you think, yeah, no. Oh, right, it's Wilson. It's Wilson. 
So do you yeah. think maybe he was just like in character for too long after that had filmed? He was just running around shouting Wilson. <laughs> Rita's like, she's what? Do you want? Wilson. Like, she was like, what? And they got married. And then it was love at first sight. I reckon so. I am. Um, I saw Tom Hanks once. Uh, um, he was at a basketball game. No, an ice hockey game. I was at. And he was at. Wilson was with him. The, the ball, not his wife, like the actual ball. Wilson was with him at the uh, the New York Rangers. Still not the best Wilson. Who was the best Wilson? The dog from Friday Night Dinners. I don't watch Friday Night Dinners. Why? Great. Because everyone, because everyone wants me to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a hipster response that is. Um, it's become quite apparent that I am um, anti-establishment without trying to be anti-establishment. That's it. Yeah, just a bit. I mean, it's got people that I'd like. That's Jim Rosenthalson. Yeah, it's got um I don't know his real name, but um Stephen from Green Wing. Yeah, he's um what's his real name? Mark Heap. Yeah, it was I I I assume he's sort of been typecast on any and either plays the same character. It's the same character in like, everything is in. Yeah. Yeah. He's a bit like um Simon from In Between Us. I thought you meant Simon Baird, but you mean Simon Simon, as in the guy who, what's his name? Jay? Jay Joe Thomas? Thomas. Joe, Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas. Jay. <laughs> Jay. Jay Carter. <laughs> Jay Carter. Um, uh, yeah, Joe, he just, he play, he's always the same guy no matter what he's in. Mm-hmm. Like, fresh meat. Have you ever seen Fresh yeah, Meat? But, yeah, he had a soul patch in Fresh yeah. Meat, so it's different. I mean, yeah, Fresh Meat could, could literally have been the in between sequel. It was just in between us <laughs> at uni, wasn't it? Yeah. It should have been really, shouldn't it? Think of it, a spin off. Yeah. Yeah. Like Channel Park, it's all the same production, isn't it? Yeah. Should we do some wrestling? Nah. Please. Do <laughs> <laughs> we have to? All right. Yeah, that's why the people are here. Um, Actually, before we start, Peters, have you got an Oakland Raiders t shirt on? No, it's the Count from Sesame Street. Oh, it's the Count. It's the Count from Sesame Street. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting. It wasn't that. I thought he got stopped. Hey. Yeah. No, no, he's still. Well, the issue is Louis hasn't been stopped. If if you if you uh, fold one of the letters over, it makes a rude word. Ah, oh, bloody hell! Look at that. Oh uh, yeah. Cow. Right. Cow. <laughs> cow. <laughs> the, the, the cow. Yeah. The cot. <laughs> Right, he's in the start. I did think that thought it was Raiders, but then Terry Peters not that cool. <laughs> I've had this T-shirt, which will come to a great surprise to you about four years. Well, they're, they're the Las Vegas Raiders anyway now, are they? So I was yeah, out they of, are. I was out of touch. Oh, yeah. Are they not Oakland anymore? No, they moved. It was LA Raiders, wasn't they? Back in the yeah. day. And there's the LA Rams as well. There, yeah. The LA the Rams as well. NWA, and not, yeah. not Rick Flair in this possibly. You know, the other one. Yeah. They all left them, but now they've they, they, they both left, haven't they? But then the Rams went back. Oh, there we go. Speaking of Rams, St. Louis. That'll come up later on. What the hell it should do, because I forgot to bloody Google the menu. Well, like, you're, uh, we'll just get into it. We'll, we'll just get into it. Survivor Series, 1998. So it was on the 15th of November at the Kiel Centre. That's K-I-E-L. For anybody there who hasn't done what the research I was supposed to do before the show. <laughs> <laughs> like a big it again. Uh, it's, it's at St. Louis, Missouri. There's 21,179 people there. Blue. People yes. at Keel Centre. St. Louis. St. Louis yep. Rams. St. Louis, Missouri. What were they having to eat? 
Well, I think you'll find that the Keel Centre is a company of chartered psychologists and registered ergonomics offering professional services to the industry. Possibly found them wrong. Doesn't sound right. Is it? If I'm honest with you. That's because that's that's K E I L. Classic mistake. K I. Uh, but what were they having? What were the uh, what were the lads having? Uh, I don't know because I can't find it. I'm sure they're having some. I'll have some food. Can we just while you're doing that? Um, <laughs> can we just say, I'll, I, you know, while you're doing your job, Lou? <laughs> can we just say the crowd? There were some good signs in the crowd today. Yeah, they're hot, aren't they? Crowd was up. And also, I can't remember what match it was in, but there was three lads at the front. One was dressed as Kane. One was dressed as Mankind. I think the other one was dressed as Goldust. Front row, right behind the camera. Right. And I, halfway through, you obviously see him straight away, and then you forget that they're there. And halfway through, you just I just saw Kane stood up with this like old school camera. <laughs> you know, the ones with the big, massive lens on. It was the most surreal thing I've ever seen at wrestling. Um, have, you, have you found it yet? I'm sort I can't, of just there's, there's nothing on the website. Shredding, Rubbish. shredding water here. Rubbish. Uh, I, I think it doesn't exist then. They just let everyone go hungry. It's it's called the Enterprise Center now, but there's just nothing to do with... Oh, you're not allowed to bring in weapons. Oh, that's horrible. That's you out the window Uh, then, isn't it? You're you're not allowed to loiter, trespass, or solicit. Was that that a a thinly veiled insult there, Peter? That's what I was just saying. I believe he called you a weapon. Yeah, well, that's outrageous. Would I I insult Terry Peters on this show? I mean, you've been, you've been, to be fair, you've been ordered to. So I have a bit of feedback. I guess you know, do what the uh, do, what, do what the fans want. The fans, fans that know that we're here. Uh, disruptive, disruptive behaviour. No, to do. Not to stand on the chairs. Not to take your top off. Peters. <laughs> uh, no, nothing. I, literally I, nothing I, about. I love, unless, I love, other than the fact that you're not allowed to take your own food and drink in. It says nothing. I think nothing. you got hungry. You got hungry. Maybe that's why they're also rabid and angry because they they were starving. Yeah, they're not to eat. I do have a, another issue with the, well, an, an issue with the crowd. I did praise them earlier for the fan situation being quite hot, but there was also three kids near the front who kept holding signs up with their own name. Sit down. Yeah. No one needs yeah. to. What I mean, mm-hmm. I oh. was like before the internet, though, that was the only way you could people could know your name. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I wanted to do that once, but everyone convinced me not to. And I went to see England versus Greece. I was going to take a sign. It was like Lou. No, yeah, right. I didn't do it. But, you know, how, how, how else do you get famous? <laughs> so I don't know. Do some, do some right. at the Mars. No, that's the point in that. You shot people to see in the end. Forget about it. That's him. <laughs> oh, that's, Christ. But no, I've got an issue with the crowd as well. I'm going to have to stab him. On the front row, there was an old woman who looked like David Hasselhoff. <laughs> that's your issue with the crowd, though. Yeah. <laughs> Real tanned she was. She's an old woman. She went to the gym a lot, like in her 70s, you know, all those types. Who sort of wears like a sweatshirt and, and gym pants. Yeah, but, but she like was baggy, just... Baggy gym sweats. Yeah, but she was there. And um, sure that I did hassle off, yeah. Mm. Peters, um, did you notice anything about the crowd? Um, Billy Gunn laughed at one of the signs. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> I've got that. We'll get to that in, in their match. Well, yeah. Other than that, that they were very, very hot. It was hot. Um, mm-hmm. It was, well, 98, this is the boom period, isn't it? Stone and... Cold just... Just gone on top. They, all, they cheered everyone. I don't think there was any real heels apart from one man that appeared in pretty much every goddamn match. Yeah, there was, oh, somebody did get. There was a few. Somebody sucks, but we'll we'll get to that when we get to that. 
Um, so this this Survivor Series, but there's no classic four and four or five and five matches. There's only two. There's this one, 2002, um, where they have the Elimination Chamber match instead. Ah. Um, I don't think there's been one since. No, they haven't been here now. It's the minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we have, to, now we have to pretend not to care about SmackDown and Red Raw. Whoa, whoa. To be fair, yeah. Reigns absolutely. They pull out some good matches when they do it. Like, yeah, no, it means nothing. Around, but like, people don't ever care for yeah. November. And then and it is it. weird because they only have the draft in October and then they do it in November. So, like, yeah. everyone was fighting each other like, last week. But, um, but that's um, a good match that I know, which I really like. There was a, the, you know, the brand loyalty is crap, but there was a great line by Roman Reigns on, uh, <laughs> on SmackDown this week. <laughs> well, absolutely ruined Drew McIntyre. <laughs> yeah. If he's nobody watches, we're all coming. <laughs> he's done now. Yeah. Drew McIntyre's done. Oh, that was watch, watch him on main event next week. He's done. <laughs> That's good. He's going back in 3MB. He's going back to WCPW. <laughs> oh, good stuff. But yeah, this is there's no uh, traditional Survivor Series match. There is a Deadly Games tournament. So Deadly mm-hmm. Games is... It's a Deadly Game! Oh, right. Before I explain the deadly games, then it's a deadly game. <laughs> that theme tune. It's terrible, isn't it? Of all the things to pick, it was one of the worst things I've ever heard. It, you know, when you see like you want to make it sound cool and a bit hard and stuff, and then you pick it's a deadly game. It's like, oh man, it's like about degrading your own product instantly. Ooh, I assume it's you a deadly game. I assume you love the theme tune. Well, it was in that. Did we do like a show like really early on in, in when we were we should be doing this for like fifty seven years now? That's how long I've been in lockdown. But one of the first shows we did do was like it was in the middle of the Attitude Era and whatever the one before was, and it was a mix of like cheesy American stuff and also Attitude Era stuff. This felt the same, didn't it? But it felt also felt too late for it. Was it the Stone Cold's first pay per view champion? Yeah, is it Unforgiven? Which is not which was ninety eight and ninety eight. What the hell? It was this year. Yeah, it was just in the it was in the middle, wasn't it, of that cheesiness of yeah. the, the Nancys and uh, uh, yeah, the actually, yeah. Uh, we're a bit more yeah. I've just, I've just wrote about it. Yeah, lot choice for a theme tune. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my one note about that. So we've got a fourteen man tournament. Undertaker and Kane get buys. We have a tournament because uh, the title's vacant. Basically, Austin won the title at WrestleMania. Um, he's defended it against Dude Love. Check that out in the archives, one of the early ones. There's been loads of shenanigans with Austin, McMahon, Kane and Undertaker. Uh, basically, I think Taker and Kane simultaneously pinned Austin at one point. Then there was a count out. And then there was a match where if Austin attacked Kane or the Undertaker, he'd get fired. Um, he did subsequently get fired. Um, he then, the fame, everyone's seen it. I had no idea it was from this time period. The Austin 316 bang. With the gun, that was prior to this pay per view. If you didn't know, we've all seen it. You know, we get some no, no, with Vince, the gun. Vince Wayne. Yeah, Vince, Vince Wayne himself. So basically, Austin got fired, so the title got made vacant. Shane McMahon then re. That, you got your chubby knees out, yeah, Christ. Saturday night, isn't it? No. What? Day is it? Sunday. Fucking, I'll go work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a professional, yet again. What are you having today? It's a uh, long shot grapefruit. Nice. 
Shout out to Longshot. Good, good tells. Good tells. There we have it. Yes, Austin got fired, uh, sort of title stripped. Uh, Shane McMahon then rehired him on a five-year contract with a chance of a title shot. Good and lad. In this tournament, so the 14 men in this tournament, we've got Mankind, who's sort of been pushed by Vince McMahon. Uh, Al Snow, Luke's favourite, Jeff Jarrett. <sighs> Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Big Boss Man. Stephen Regal. Oh, I can't wait to get to his match. Yeah, he only made his debut a few weeks prior to this. When he was still a man, a real man's man. Yeah, X-Pac. Winner of a tournament already in this year, which I think we did as well. Ken Shamrock. He will kick King of the Ring. Gold Dust, The Rock, Undertaker and Kane are both on fives. Triple H and a mystery man. Vince McMahon has basically done the bracket himself. So he comes out in a wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair. I couldn't find anything to why he was in a wheelchair. <laughs> Later on in the com- in commentary, it said about his ankle. Right. It must have just been Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Yeah, but basically, Vince McMahon starts it. He introduces the first round of matches. They've all got a 10-minute time limit. He introduces his pick, Mankind, who he's, he's put Mankind in a suit, basically. Um, he's trying to make him more representable for the, for the company, to be a company guy. And he's going against a mystery opponent, <laughs> Vince. Uh, read some stats out about he's broke the record for the win loss record. Um, even name drops WCW, which I yeah. thought was a bit. Was, was he trying to um, pretend it was someone else? I was trying to think of someone else who had a similar record because the crowd always thought it was Shawn Michaels, didn't they? Yeah, because it was not. <laughs> it was not Because I, 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 I was wondering who it was going to be. I thought it was when he was reading out, I thought it was the Bulldog. I don't know what, if that lines up with when he left. Came back again. Um. Well, when was Bret? Oh, was, Hart? It Bret was it Bret Hart? It could have been. When was Bret Hart? It's like, no, like Jim Roster mentioned it like a thousand times in the show. Was it '97? '97 is the year before. It was the year before. Literally yeah. the year before. Maybe he was trying to make it was one of them then. Yeah, possibly. Um, but it is none of them. It is in fact Dwayne Gill. Yeah. <laughs> How lucky were um WWF at the time that the uh, Twitter didn't exist. Oh, God, yeah. Couldn't get away with that now, could you? No. I feels like, like you couldn't get away with it then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just not very good, is it? I mean, Dwayne Gill comes out. He has a video package, which he's never had before. This is uh, before he was Gilberg. This is like before they were famous. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't know he was a thing. As Dwayne Gill, I thought he was always called Gilberg. It was just a random job, wasn't he? Yeah. Brooklyn Brawler scared. was my other guess, actually. It was the Bulldog or Brooklyn Brawler. It was the two I, I narrowed it down to. Right. I mean, he has pyro. He's scared of his pyro. Of course. Mankind versus Dwingle. Goes 30 seconds. Mankind hits a double arm DDT to win. First time he's ever done it. Oh, Classic really? finish, yeah. Jim Ross said oh, on he's never, never used that finishing manoeuvre before. Wow. Oh, did not know that. What do we, what do we make of the all opening thing? You can't really comment on the match, can we? Um, I just put this happened. Right. Well, you know, I think Meltzer didn't give it a rating, and I think that's because he was just so damn good. You know, if yeah, it Tokyo he didn't give it. Didn't give it a rating. If he five, gave, five gave Tokyo, though, it'd have got a dud. Five stars. This is one of them pay per views where tells the story, doesn't it? Yeah, you you're watching that now, Peters, and I was a bit like you thinking, oh, well, this is this it just is what it is. But you get to the end, and then you go back, and you watch. If you also oh, watch this again, I'll be like, oh my god, this I'm is sure, so clever. I'm sure at the time it all made sense. 
to be fair. And it, I mean, when you get to the end, it does. But at the time, it will made even more sense than what it does to someone 22, Jesus, 22 years later. Fucking hell, sorry, I've just, just realised that 98 is not like four years ago like it feels sometimes. No, so, yeah. Ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> Quit maths. <laughs> it's a deadly game. Uh, it, was a, it, was a long, it was a long time ago. Life is a series of closing doors. Oh. Yeah, there we go. Mankind, he's a hardcore champ. Did you like his suit? The no. suit. Where's the tie? I didn't, I, I, no time for his bow tie. It's too big for him. Yeah. The suit, are they? Or the tie? The suit? Too bad. Yeah. So he said in he said in his book that he got a suit that he the well Foley said that there was no way he could look good. Well no, I mean they intentionally no, made him look bad. Ninety like suits are terrible, but they're obviously doing yeah. it as well to take the piss out of him out. Yeah. He? he said in his um And that's why it looks horrendous. His autobiography that he intentionally got him ill fitting suit, so he looked ridiculous. And got him uh, inches as well for his clean, sh- clean shaven Foley looks ridiculous as well. Yeah. And he had a ponytail for the first match as well. Yes. Yeah, he sort of progressed, didn't he? As we go through. Yeah. Um, So mankind, mankind's the first person through. Undertaker and Kane, goodbye. Yeah. Well, was there any reason why they would they got by? Well, they was in the title picture beforehand. I don't. They do this all the time. Fourteen man tournaments today. Yeah. Why did do sixteen? I don't understand why they do it. You're gonna fit two more matches, aren't you? I guess. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, it's like it's like WrestleMania for all over again, live on the Trump Plaza. Yeah, but they always do. Or just I don't know, maybe do eight man tournament then. No, this is great. Or do do sixteen, but do the first round on Smack Ron SmackDown. Yeah, or no, round. I think it's first thirty two man tournament one night. Boom. What for three out? Yeah. Yeah, done. Five hour special. <laughs> that would be a shock. No, I liked it. I like this. I like this tournament format. This tournament vibe. Good. I imagine it'd be really exciting to watch mm. in '98. It was like what Survivor Series 2015 should have been, but it wasn't. So no, I guess that, that the main. That I guess that the main event. Was that Roman Reigns 515? Yeah. Well, I guess end, yeah, yeah. At the end. Yeah. That was the difference between then and now. Right. Um, before we get there, then. We got backstage with Sable. She was attacked by Jacqueline on Heat. Is Heat quite new at this point? Because they mentioned it loads. Yeah, it's on MTV as well, isn't it? It's a big deal, I think. It wasn't like it was like a WWE.com thing. They've got a match. Did they even have SmackDown at this point? I don't think so. So I think Heat must have been the second biggest show then. Yeah. Which is amazing. We kept up with the wrestling by purely watching Heat on Channel 4. Yep. And I learned today that apparently the, the Nitro we used to watch on Channel 5 was a month behind and it was they cut half of it out because Channel 5 didn't want any violence but they just didn't they didn't cut it out and like edit it together and they just cut stuff out and we also got different commentary uh, yeah I learned all this this, uh, this morning on, on Bischoff's podcast oh. we, got, we were fed on scraps that's what I'm saying yeah because I yeah, they had the that it was a different show. I didn't realize it was a month behind though. Yeah, it's a month behind as well. Yeah. Well, I suppose if you got the internet, you don't know, do you? Exactly. We had no and idea. JR said this once when people were whinging that the New Japan he was commentating on was like behind, and he went, "Well, I ain't seen it. You haven't seen it, so it wasn't matter." <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, but sometimes it feels weird, doesn't it? Like not listening to stuff that's up to date, even though it's about all the stuff. Yeah. 
strange. But if you've got no, I suppose if you haven't got the access to the internet, you don't know the results anyhow. You don't know it's not live, or you don't know it's behind here. No, we had we were not we were non the wiser. Oh, there we go. Well, that's that's probably twenty odd years, and you only just yeah, yeah, I just learned, yeah. Right, the next match, well, the next first round match is Jeff Jarrett against Al Snow. Jarrett comes down with Deborah McMichael. Is she Deborah McMichael in this, or is she just Deborah? Just Anna. She's Deborah, isn't she? Jeff Jarrett's obviously got a guitar. Al Snow's got a head. Um, was she married to Manga? Have we covered this before? I think she was. Steve McMichael, yeah. Let's have a look. Deborah. I feel like we have covered this before. I think she. Deborah McMichael. There we go. Wikipedia solves all on it. Steve McMichael, yeah, for three years, and then she was married to Austin for three years. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> that's a bit of it's a bit of who was best, Steve McMichael or Steve Austin? <laughs> Steve, Steve McMichael. <clears throat> yeah, we won't go into the actual match. I'm talking purely in the wrestling sense. Mm. Okay. Who's got the better Twitter? Steve McMichael. Well, it's not even his Twitter, is it? But... <laughs> Move on. The Mongo Twitter is incredible. I mean, none of these first round matches go very long at all, do they? Because the cart, because they're all wrestling but five times in the night. Yeah. They don't need to either, I think. No, this one only went three minutes. Um, Deborah gets involved. Uh, she tries to use head. Snow and Jarrett then both use head. Jarrett tries to use a guitar. Snow wins after pinfall. He's going through. Al Snow. Going through, Lou, you'll be happy about this. Jeff Jarrett's done. He's done for the night. Yeah, that's good. That's the other thing I've got to say about it, really. And it was now, it was weird how like, Al Snow has been treated as a semi-serious wrestler at this point. That was strange. Yeah, it is bizarre. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was what it was. I don't, no, not, not offensive. It was like what three minutes. Yeah, I think he's already in a rivalry as well. I think a lot of these. Yeah, that's what I really liked. Already about it. in like, rivalries. Every every story was like interconnected, which is. This is Russo, isn't it? Yeah, this is like Russo's masterpiece. And for oh, Russo, no, oh, that's no. quite a good effort, isn't it? Yeah. But that's that was his full thing, wasn't it? That was Russo's big thing. Everybody has a story. Just like, yeah. Two years later, he was creating Bash of the Beach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And War Games, War Games 2000. Yeah. This is his peak. This it? is it. I think he left just after this, actually. Um. Yeah, there's a really good, interesting podcast in, and why everyone says Vince McMahon has too many writers, there's a reason why, aren't they? Because basically, yeah. Russo left him in the ship. Yeah. Russo and Ed Ferrara, the only ones who knew what was going on. Uh, Ed Ferrara, Christ. Well, the Ed Ferrara. And they, they both left at the same time, mm-hmm. handed the month's notice in, and then they just had to sort of piece things together. It's yeah. it's on one of something to wrestles, and I can't remember which one it is. But no, I think it is around this time. Yeah, it definitely is. But yeah, I think, I, think, I think it might have been on the one that was discussing the show, actually. No, Maybe it was. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, so, Peters, did you like this better than the Dwayne Gill match? Yeah, it wasn't a bad little match, this, to be fair, was it? Um, <laughs> although Big uh, Big Davey gave it a dud. So <laughs> ah, outrageous. outrageous. I, I thought it was all right. This is the issue. We see this every week, but this is the issue because it saved the story, didn't it? It's never going yeah. to be. It's never going to be a five-star classic in the uh, first round of a tournament where you're wrestling three times on the thing. Yeah, is I, I thought it was all right, to be fair. And as well, the the little missed weapon shots at the end, I thought were quite a nice little touch. But yeah, it was a story of the weapon, wasn't it? The exactly. head versus guitar. That's it. And, Al Snow, and Al Snow did a flip off the steps. What's that about? Yeah, Al Snow. Yeah, so. I think he just he just come back at this point from 
ECW. I believe, yeah, because he sort of went in between, didn't he? And yeah. Because he, he was just like, was he, when was the job squad? Was that after this? That was after. You know, this this is when it looked like they were positioned to be something more than a comedy wrestler, I think. Like, yeah. he was a comedy wrestler, but... Not as, he didn't like turn out as... Yeah, he wasn't as comedic as what he turned out. Do you know the story about how he um, comes to have head? Yes, he found it. Yeah, just got... And it was go live to him, and he just picked his head up and started screaming at her. Something like that, yeah. He yeah. found it, didn't he? And then he's, I think he somehow come across a load of heads in, a like, a bin or something. You know, like the polystyrene ones. I was in, was it was like in a department yeah. shop, wasn't it, or something, yeah. like a bin skip or something. Yeah, I knew it started in ECW, but I didn't know where it came from. Actually. Also, um, and this is completely unrelated, but um, you know Drew McIntyre, Claymore, mm-hmm. one of the best finishers around. Isn't it? Yeah, I know where you're going with this. Do you know how he did that the first time? He knocked himself out doing it in a match by mistake. Well, he went for it was while he was in 3MB. He went for a big boot, but his pants were too tight, couldn't do it properly, and ended up falling. Like ended up jumping instead of doing the big boot because yeah. obviously lifted his right leg up to do the big boot, but his pants were that tight, he lifted his leg up, his left leg up as well. Yeah. Imagine, imagine if you'd never done that. Ah, anyway, right, we'll do Anyways, yeah, did not know that. There we go, full of facts. Full I of... thought you were going to say he needs to ditch the ponytail and he's in street clothes because I would agree. Yeah, I'll have it down. I'll just get a man, but man, stop dying your beard as well. The ponytail's just too much. It's like Steven Seagal. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a bad thing? Yeah, I think so. It's 2020, <laughs> possibly. So, I mean, it's only one with the ponytail these days, isn't it? Yeah, that's the reason for that. Bit Dave Seaman like, isn't it? Yeah, you know what I mean? Just like, just man, bun, I'll just have it down. But can't be doing this ponytail. Do you think if Seaman played football now, he'd have had a man bun? Yeah, I could say. Yeah, definitely. Classic, yeah, I mean. Because, I mean, as I say, he wouldn't have had long hair because it's not the fashion anymore, but I don't think moustache and ponytail was the fashion back then, was it? <laughs> what do you mean, long hair's not the fashion anymore? Well, no, but it's not, all, it's not like all the new footballers don't have long hair anymore, do they? What's he talking about? Yeah, you are the only person left with long hair. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not the case. <laughs> Even you, you man bun yours. You don't have a sweet t- ponytail. No, exactly, because you look just lame, don't you, ponytail? Oh, right, that's enough of uh, Dave Seaman. Yeah. Um, we'll move on to the third, third first round match then. Um, we've got Big Boss Man. Um, he's only recently just come back. Yeah, he was a uh, big boy. Brother. don't you know it. As is sort of SWAT team man. Hmm. Yeah, he didn't look like a he didn't look like a police guard, did he? Like you say, he like a SWAT guy. He's going against Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, Rest in peace. But they made Boston like a fucking geek all the way through this show. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do good. It makes sense days. when you get to the end. It does, but he just come back and he made him like an absolute geek, like all the way through. Yeah. But... <sighs> yeah. Well, yeah, but just bear with everyone. Bear with. Right. Um, yeah, bear with. So they start fighting straight away. Big Boss Man's having a little thing with Stone Cold. He basically rolls outside and uses his nightstick. Austin wins by DQ. They keep going back to McMahon backstage, showing him. Basically, Big Boss Man got rid of his place to beat the crap out of Steve Stone Cold. This was clever. Vince, right. uh, Vince is in an interview by Michael Cole, saying, you don't know he's gone through now. Vince is like, yeah, but what cost? 
God damn also, it, pal. Vince, Vince was watching the TV properly. Yeah, he was watching it properly, right? Yeah. It's odd. Yeah. He, his head wasn't really turn off like a little owl. It's um, like a new new thing, though, isn't it? There's a lot of old school stuff where they've watched the TV properly. It's strange, isn't it? How they could film it then, but they can't now. What's going on? I think it's because now CRT TVs would have been flickering on the, uh, when you're filming them, whereas the HD ones don't. That's I wonder if they they do that now, so you can see what people are actually watching. So who will Stone Cold be facing in the next round? Is either X Pac or Stephen Regal. Um, X Pac is a European champion. Regal's only just debuted. There's a Regal sucks chant pretty early on. Um, Harsh words. Lou, what did you make of this iteration of Stephen Regal? <laughs> what? He's a man. How is this? Such I thought this was a like man. He's a real man's man. How was this in 1998? I thought this was so much earlier than this. I thought this was about 96. Unreal. And also, yeah. but he got in the ring and he still he still wrestled like an English gent. Yeah. That's what's weird about it. <laughs> Why do you have a conclusion on? Because he's a real man's man. He's a real man's man. Did you not see him? He's chopping wood, isn't it? He squeezed or- fresh orange juice with his bare hands. I was surprised he kept his uh, flannel shirt on. Yeah. Oh, well, he was a bit, you know, I, you know, he was a bit, not the best chef for his career. Well, he was, uh, he had quite a lot of drugs problems, didn't he? Which, yeah. mm-hmm. you don't want to say worked in his favour, but worked in his favour because he dropped the gimmick. <laughs> he dropped him, didn't he? He went back to WCW, didn't he? Yeah, and then he come back as William Regal, but he was no yeah. longer doing the man's man thing. He was yeah. just being Regal, wasn't he? But yeah, he wasn't doing it as soon as he wrestled anyway, because he just wrestled like... He just wrestled like Regal. Old school blue English blue blood day. It was it was strange. Did you know on his um his like did well his like first interview with Vince McMahon his first meeting he was on that many drugs he fell asleep. I did. Yes. Yeah, but it's still I had him. Strange. <laughs> I think there was a really big fan of him, wasn't he? His wrestling ability literally shone through that much. But the fact that he fell asleep in his interview didn't mean anything. I also, my, my, I think we mentioned it in the Regal episode, but one of my favourite facts about Regal is when he got um, a contract letter from WCW and it came in a FedEx box, he didn't know what FedEx was and he was worried that somebody had ratted him out because he had a few like stolen or fell off the back of a lorry video players around his house. <laughs> <laughs> he literally thought the feds were coming to get him. Oh, God. No, Federal Express, yeah, makes, <laughs> makes sense. If anyone can find it, I don't think you can anymore, but someone Steve Austin's uh, podcast, I think you can't, unless you subscribe or whatever, you start paying. I don't think you can get all the yeah. old ones anymore, can you? Yeah, sure. But it's, it's on there. It's hilarious. Expert vs. Regal, then. Uh, this was strange, wasn't it? So it's just a non-match. It's the longest first-round match that there is, eight minutes. Yeah, why? Why, why is this one eight minutes? Because... Because they fight to the outside, don't they? So they start fighting outside. And then they get counted out. There's a lot of shenanigans in this. Uh, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Though. This is the, you know, I love this the show. But this is ridiculous, this whole segment. One, eight minutes is far too long to go to a double counter anyway. Is anyone clamouring to see X-Pac versus Steven Regal? Well, Regal debuted by attacking X-Pac. I don't know, so why this was like a, eight minutes? Eight minutes? And then, oh, you, well, you know, you're... They both get counted out, and Vince is like, oh, five minutes overtime, damn it. We need a winner through, because he realises that Austin's getting a bad to the semi-finals. And it's like, oh, no, X-Pac's injured. So surely Regal's won. 
I, I thought this is I brought the exact same thing down. Well, if X Pac can't continue, then Regal wins. Yeah, it, it can't out. Regal just gets in the ring and he's won. Is As I say, Regal should have got in the ring. Yeah, but he ran off and he flounced about in his stupid flannel shirt and his construction hat. <laughs> in his jeans. He's off to go chop some wood again, wasn't he? It's cut off. Regal in his tight, yeah. sexy jeans shirt. <laughs> yeah. Could have gone to a swimming pool and that is in those cut off jeans. That's <laughs> <laughs> an old school reference to Woodford. Shout out to Woodford. <laughs> Um, do they still have those signs now? Is anyone trying going to swimming pools and cut jeans over? They managed to stamp it out completely. <laughs> the, the jeans fade as much as they used to. I don't know if you get the actual acid wash. Yeah, I think so. So Regal, yeah, Regal could have rolled back in the ring. But what makes this even more stupid is that X Pac was the one doing the attacking when it ended. When it when the initial bell was rang for the count out, X Pac was on top of Regal just punching him. Then it goes back to Vince, and all of a sudden, X-Pac can't continue. Yeah, it yeah, all stupidity. And I how would you be legit got injured? Why didn't Vince make it a triple threat, anyway? Yeah. Stack the cards against him. Why didn't Vince yeah. say no count no, It's like he didn't Why didn't Vince just, like, matches? not put Austin in the tournament? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Shane McMahon put in the tournament. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. His contract. He set his yeah. new five-year contract. Yeah. It's all kinds of wrong. Two Peters, um, you're a man who likes his wrestling. Did you like X Pac Stephen Regal? But it's not a bad match. Vinny Mac does Vinny Mac, doesn't he? Makes <laughs> restarts the match, then says no one's going through. Even though literally Regal goes through. Regal should have gone through. Yeah, no didn't one, need the impact. Didn't need the whole restart and then not restart. No. Weird. Yeah, she just done just the double count. Leave it as a count out and be like, oh, that's annoying. Yeah, Vince uh, could have been like, God damn it, Austin's got to buy. Yeah, I mean, could have just left it at that. I, I don't know. Yeah, it, just, it felt too convoluted, didn't it? I can see yeah. what they were going for, like making sure that Vince was like really against Austin, but it didn't work, did it? Yeah, it's just crap on it. We should have had Austin versus Regal. We were uh, screwed. That would have been a good match, wouldn't it? Is that a record? Nah, not all the time. Regal's <laughs> fucking <laughs> sexy, l- sexy lumberjack. No, I don't mean at all. <laughs> <laughs> like you just said then, Regal's a sexy lumberjack. That wouldn't be good. I don't know the way that you Well, I've seen one match. Was it great? What did, what did Meltz give it? Meltz gave this three quarters. Three quarters. Surprising yeah. that, because he normally likes X Pack, he normally likes Regal, doesn't he? Yeah, that's the double count. He always counts it down if it's an unfinished, doesn't he? Yeah. This is the classic, though, isn't it? What they always say. Unless you can't even make it, it's fine. Someone new comes in, they have a rivalry with X-Pac, see how good they are. Yeah. There you go, there again. Regal comes in, rivalry with X-Pac. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. I know it was only eight minutes, so it didn't really matter in the long scheme of things, but four minutes could have done this, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll go on to the. Well, uh, no, the second to last match of, of the first round, we've got Ken Shamrock is going against Goldust. Um, Shamrock's the Intercontinental Champion. Um, and also, like I said earlier, the winner of the King of the Ring 98. Um, so he knows how to win a ton, according to JR. I mean, this match was five minutes. Nothing really happened in any of these matches. Um, we'll go through the finish. Goldust goes for the Shattered Dreams, but the ref jumps in the way. Is that ref Jim, Jimmy Corderas? Yeah. 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 He jumps in the way. Um, Shamrock, I don't think I've ever seen him do this before. It's Hurricanrana. That then, was weird. That yeah. was yeah. 
I'll tell you what was really weird all night, actually, and Jim Ross even picked up on it. The referee was all over the place. <laughs> yeah, the referee was crap. Jim, what Tim was going White, on? Tim White in one of the matches is terrible. It was when Coderish jumps in the way. I mean, like, surely if he's got to jump in the way to stop someone kicking someone in the ads. He's got to you stop got, You've got to DQ him, haven't you? For attempting yeah, to, to kick, kick someone in the ads. Yeah, I feel, it, it is as if I was the ref. I would have just let him do it and then DQ'd him. No, but then you, you're not protecting the competitors, which is what, you, as a combat effort, you should be doing, shouldn't you? I don't know. You're not there just to uphold the rules? No, they always just jump in in UFC now, don't they? Everything. Oh, get off him. He's done. And can dive mm-hmm. in, don't they? Well, I'm got so, so, but you know, you go with football. So he's jumping away. Like, look, you're just going to run up and kick him in an ads, and I've had to jump in away to stop you. Yeah. In a sporting term, you'd be DQing him, wouldn't you? Sure. <laughs> but again, also, if you're hitting someone with a steel chair while the steps are on top of him later on, <laughs> you'd DQ him. <laughs> so, who knows? All the referee was just very, very lenient. I would describe it as. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that is true. Shamrock hits the hook around it, and then he, the ankle lock to win. Shamrock's going through. Terry Peters. Oh. It's the Sprite Trumpet. <laughs> Right, trumpet. You realise it's Sunday now and you're not going to have any more salsa? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, have you uh, realised you pounded two salsas in like 40 minutes? <laughs> that, is, that as well. <laughs> Get on the old lemonade. Everyone loved the Diet Coke Bell. We got some great feedback on the, on the Diet Coke Bell last week. People were big fans. Um, and I just, the Sprite trumpet has just arrived. So that was, that was pretty good. Potato um, Peters. Shamrock West Goldust. Come on, add a bit of sense. I've wrote five words. And? It is what it is. <laughs> Do you also just give up now with notes? You know what I mean? When we face yeah. that. No, no, no. Do you want to ask me what I wrote? Are you right? I forgot to write anything for this match. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered it. Like, the, thing, the thing is, uh, it, genuinely, though, in the matches so far, we've had a 30-second match, a three-and-a-half-minute match, a three-minute 20 match, and an eight-minute 10, which you could probably write a little bit on, which we did, and a five-minute 50. What what can you actually write in yeah, great depth yeah. of those I matches? Agree. I agree with Piers. Genuinely, what, what can I you write? I did last week as well, but... There's, there's no, there's, you can't absorb a lot from a wrestling match in that time. Yeah, I think if you, if I you mean, the match for match basic... The next one, what... Just what? Just, oh, we'll wait get into, just wait till yeah, we get to that. Like, you know, not only to go too far, but like, you know, your format's fucking shit because we're going through match by match. It's all rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, that is You true. need to see this is a, a, a movie, a masterpiece. Oh, but you've got to go through match by match and we'll get to the end of it. Imagine we'll we're, yeah. like, we're doing like, you know, Citizen Kane or Avengers Infinity War, you know, one of the, one of the great movies of all time. <laughs> Have you even seen Citizen Kane? No, is it good? That. Is, is it the actual... If they're not, if, they, if, if WWE never done Citizen Kane, like with Kane. I feel like we got um, we got Monster Among Elves, didn't we, or whatever it was, with Braun Strowman. I feel like if Kane had been around now, that was 100% would have happened. Yeah, definitely. When they were doing all the WrestleMania 21 promos, when they were in different movies, surely Kane was in Citizen Kane. No. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Speaking oh, of that, speaking of Citizen Kane, it's got nothing to do with wrestlers with it, but The Simpsons, they got to like a movie restaurant. And Homer's like, oh my god. Citizen Kane. No, Homer's like, oh my god, that's the Kane from Citizen Kane. I <laughs> 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 just got someone's like Kane in a, in a box. And then I think Lisa's like, wait a minute, there's no Kane. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the uh, one of the waiters is just like, like sit down, girl. <laughs> so, 
it's in the it's in the classic era of Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. I mean the golden era. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, yeah, I don't know. It isn't getting good. Uh, it's it. one of them. I think I think it's one of them. You, um, it's probably not that good, but um, because everyone says it's good, you're supposed to like it. Shawshank Redemption. It's actually one of my favorite films. You've never seen it. Being John Malkovich. You've, have you ever seen that? Yeah, I have. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> have you seen it? No. I do your homework next week. Watch Being John Malkovich. Join us for our movie in around next week where we'll be uh, discussing Being John Malkovich. Right. Um, so, so much gold. We'll just we'll move on to Peter's next favorite bit. All right. Before we get there, um, it, you know, it's pointless discussing it because it was just pointless being on there. But Michael Cole's update on Stone Cold. What was all that about? <laughs> Sorry, I'm ready right now. That's what happened. Visit, Michael Cole went, went to the back. Michael Cole's there with his frosted tips. Oh, and his weird moustache. He didn't have frosted tips this time. He just had normal hair, didn't he? Weird, like, yeah, then. This um, was Cole OG. Cole was actually, he became like the lead announcer on Raw like a, a month after this. Yeah, but a lot of Attitude Era moments, it's Cole. Yeah. Um, you don't realise. But basically, Cole just says, I've got an update on Stone Cold. He's refusing medical attention. He'll be, out, or he'll be back there for his next match. Don't be a hero, Stone Cold. Just take the medical attention. Could have won. If you want so proud, I've never understood that. Could have won. But the heroes refusing medical attention. I, I'd get the medical attention, then go out. <laughs> yeah, no one knows. No one knows you've done it. They're all going to still cheer you anyway. Yeah. You, you're like, you're good, you're healthy. Yeah, if I've got loads of bruises and someone says, here, this ice pack will up you. I'm like, oh, yeah, cheers, mate. Oh, God, that's okay. That's okay. Oh yeah, yeah. He wasn't in this case, but imagine if he was like profusely bleeding and it's coming out. Of yeah. <laughs> Someone says I've got a bandage. Yeah, if you want to front an hand bit, yeah. I'd be like, yo, would you be saying wrap that bad boy up? We're going to the next match then to see who faces the win. Uh, well, faces Ken Shamrock. We've got The Rock. Uh, he's supposed to be going up against Triple H. Triple H has been out with an injury, and this was probably one of my favorite bits of the pay per view. The Rock comes out with his music normal. That's fine. Triple H music comes out. It's not Triple H. <laughs> they do the full entrance. It's Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe. <laughs> Mr. Oh, McMahon. Mr. McMahon. <laughs> I don't know why I laugh so much. Uh, Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe came out. Gerald Briscoe is one of the greatest wrestling personalities of all time. And it's a damn shame that he's not with WWE anymore. The Stooges, um, are they like one of the most underrated Attitude Era? Sort of well, it was actually they're in the highest rated, it is the highest rated match of all time in yeah in, in raw, on raw history. Uh, I was going to say, please tell me it's the best evening gone match of all time. I think it is. It's something ridiculous like that, but they're both involved in it. That's not on raw though. That's on the thingy. Uh, it can't be that then. But they're they're in a match. I don't know if they're a tag team or they're against each other. But it's the highest rated raw match of all time. Is involved involves us too. Is it a hilarious hardcore title like? Yeah, it's something in that it's run, I think. Is that, like, it's like a, is that like a year after this? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's during the madness of the 24-7 hardcore title, and they basically just pay each other to, to become yeah. like... They months. do it while they're asleep and stuff, don't yeah. they? <laughs> but yeah, I love, I love Joe Briscoe in this. Mr. McMahon. Mr. Um, McMahon. Joe Briscoe, he's got a, an announcement. Um, he says Triple H is injured, so he won't be competing. But they've got a new guy, somebody who's, who's going to take his place. But it's the big boss man. Um, he spends, let's say, five seconds running down the ring. Then the rock hits an inside cradle. <laughs> Beats him after four seconds. Does him. Big man. boss man. Um, so he's, he's got himself DQ'd. 
He's now been rolled up in four seconds. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is what I mean. He looks like an absolute geek all the way through this. Yeah, he's not. And also, like, I guess, like, if you were watching, you knew that Triple H probably wasn't going to be there. But as a fan watching it, you, we thought, I thought I was getting a wrong race of Triple H. Because it's essentially not looked. I knew the winner of the overall tournament, but I didn't know how they got there. Oh, so I was just like, I was sat there watching it, like, whoa. I'd ruin it for cool. Also, I'd I wonder see... who the mystery mankind opponent is going to be. <laughs> Dwayne Gill. Oh, two massive disappointments of her. So I, I read the results and I'd seen uh, Big Boss Man was on it twice. Just... And I was trying to work out how they got rid of Triple H. Because I was trying to, like, I just wrote all the names down on the bracket on that I used of the star set. And then I, when I saw it on TV, I was like, eh, what? Triple H. Yeah. I was interested to see how they do it. But uh, Triple H had been injured anyhow. And he, yeah, he's so an he was never going to be there. Yeah, and uh, for whatever reason, he, he didn't turn up. Um, so, Peter, did you not like this segment then? It was just a bit silly. It just made Bossman look stupid again. Ah, you see, I have no issues with this because of how it ends. No, I have issues with it. No, no, it's because all Bossman's never, Bossman's never in on it. No, how do you know? It's just a geek because it's obvious by the end. It's a, no, it's all part of. It's, no, this is a segment which makes it show that, like, Boss Man was just an absolute geek and was ruining everything. It's, it's usual suspects. You know what I mean? It uh, all adds up. No, it doesn't. Uh, it's clever writing. No, I thought and about that. Right. You do not think the same. No, I thought it for a while in this one segment where it goes, no, it's just Boss Man is just a geek. No, he's <laughs> not. Rest in peace, obviously. Do you remember that guy who was dressed as Big Boss Man who we kept bumping into in Dallas? OG Boss Man as well. Yeah. That so I... Yeah, we've been like five times for the course of the weekend. Yeah, well, yeah, we're at WrestleMania. Yeah. It's the queue in there for... Um, he wasn't the guy... DDP. Who, yeah, right. He wasn't the guy who turned up with his sons in full suit was the whole thing. That was somebody else, wasn't it? No, no, it's that big Mexican lad. Yeah, it was... Um... <laughs> well, no, he was a Jody. I'm pretty sure the boss man guy was a Jody. Yeah, uh, was one of them wearing a red suit with these mass. Mexican lads. Sort of James yeah. Mitchell. No, they took it seriously and we didn't, so it's embarrassing our part, really, I think. We'll get into this in a Christmas special. We will. Um, Hall of Fame. Yeah. But we'll, yeah. We'll, see, we'll see where Peter's attacks some more of a big margarita glass. I mean, we, we had, as I said, we could do a podcast next time about the stories of Peter's over that, yeah. um, that trip. Basically, that's, that's, what the, uh, that's what the Christmas special is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Peters, you know, try and talk your way out with some of these. <laughs> you I'm ready. Um, you probably already think already. How can we possibly be friends with this guy? Uh, <laughs> it depends to get even more confused in your Christmas special. We'll move on now to the, to the quarterfinal matches. These all have a 15-minute time limit. The first one is they both got a bye in the, in the first round. Undertaker vs Kane. This is at the end of their feud that never ends, really. But I think they've been going for a while. The one that carries on, then they become a tag team, then they go against each other, then become a tag team, and then they end up in Saudi Arabia in one of the worst matches of all time. <laughs> yeah, that's just it, isn't it? So it stems from this <laughs> pay-per-view. Well, no, listen, the he's, best. Uh, he's retiring next week, isn't he? I'm going to take her. Is he? He's done. He's retiring. He he's put done. his eye in the ring, everyone cried, and they came out, and but he got dropped in his head by Goldberg. He's done. He's a wrestling slut, and he just can't help himself. Oh, outrageous. <laughs> no, but it's 30 years, isn't it, this year? Yeah, thirty years next week. No, it's not. It's not thirty years. It is. No. Do you not know the concept of time? He debuted in ninety-one, didn't he? Nineteen ninety. No, we said ninety-one in this pay-per-view. 
It's definitely 1990. It was 1990. You can't retire in 29 years. <laughs> Why would they advertise it as 30 years? As yeah, well? as, as well. As, yeah, WWE do this. So they had the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. It was actually the 24th. Yeah, it was the 25th one, wasn't it? Definitely. It's 1990, I'm sure it was. It was, it was. Um, I don't want to know. But did you know there's a mid-1960s beat group called The Undertakers? Yeah. <laughs> so... That's the yeah, thing. He, he made his official on Coon yeah. debut on the November 22nd at Survivor Series when he was a mystery partner for Ted DiBiase's million dollar team. It's also ah. the. Because uh, oh, he, he thought he was going to be Eggman, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. That's JR. Won that way he won the title. I don't know. JR said he made his debut in 1991 because I was yeah. thinking it's all the way through, getting annoyed at. He, de- he definitely didn't. JR does not understand no, no. the concept of time, yeah. apparently. Yeah, so, that's why he's that's right 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 right. listening to JR. Yeah, trust him. But yeah, this is. I think they had a terrible um, Infernal match, didn't they, before this? Take Runkin. We, we covered it. We covered it. It's in the archives. It was terrible. It was, well, it's not like you could do it when it rings on fire. In fairness. Yeah. I don't know. Some of it was all right. Anyway. Uh, Undertaker's back with Paul Bearer. I mean, talk about on and off again, couple. Yeah. I mean, this is seven minutes, but nothing happens in this match either, does it? It's a long seven minutes as well. Until Kane hits a chokeslam on Undertaker, um, Paul Bearer distracts him, Taker hits him with a tombstone, Paul Bearer holds Kane's legs down so he can't, well, holds one leg down. Why you can't kick out is beyond me. Yeah, <laughs> big dweeb, Paul Bearer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It totally weakens Kane, doesn't it? That Paul Bearer holding you like that. <laughs> and as well, both. weakened both because I think it weakened Undertaker. Yeah, like, and and like you say, it's a rotund guy outside to, uh, to fight his corner for him. But how bad as well did some of those choke slams look? There was one where I'm pretty sure Kane like fell to his knees yeah. like during I, it. I'd say these two did not have very good chemistry as opponents. It's surprising, isn't it? Because you link them to it. But Undertaker, for somebody who's given out so many choke slams, he can't bloody take one, can he? Well, I think they're both, they're both better with smaller opponents, aren't they? Yeah. See how many of Taker's matches against like big people like Giant Gonzalez, Great Kelly, that have sucked. <laughs> yeah, that's not all Undertaker's fault. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, John Cena got a good, John Cena got a good match with Great Kelly, so it's possible. But, <laughs> but like... Giant Gonzalez ever had a good match? <laughs> Think no, about like, what you said. <laughs> yeah, right, but like, okay, Yokozuna, I guess, no one. Goldberg. A train. A train, Nathan Jones. No, Nathan Jones was on his side, wasn't he? Big show, big show. Big show. Yeah, big, big show's big, a good worker. He likes what I'm saying. He, he's better when he's fighting a smaller guy. <laughs> big Davy Meltz gave this a dud. I mean, it wasn't very good, was it? Um, no, crap. You, Paul, I understand, because Kane was still a bit of a monster, wasn't it? I understand Paul Bearer getting involved, but why don't you eat him with the air or something, or eat him with something, and then oh, do the tombstone? Because yeah. you've, you've still got the same impact, haven't you? Kane, need, you need to do something else to beat Kane. I, I would have done. I'd have put this in the first round, and had this is the double count. I thought we were going to do a double count. Yeah. And then also, you could have been like, oh, yeah, he's, he's set up Austin to vest Kane, I'll take her in the next round. That's mad. Wipe both ways. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why you would put this in the second round. I don't know. Well, then, I don't know. It's just, just I would have think... thought, see, Mad Mom was a reference to WrestleMania 4. It just happened that way because they felt like it's too big or anything else. And then just think, six years later, Undertaker is burying Paul Bearer in concrete. 
Yeah. We need to, when, when's that? We need to cover that. Is that America, uh, Great American Bash 2004. Is that the, is that the match that for some reason the Dudley Boys are in it? Yeah. yeah. Main event <laughs> of a pay per view is the Undertaker versus the Dudley Boys. <laughs> Paul Bear. And if, if Undertaker loses, Paul Bear gets covered in cement. But then Undertaker wins and covers him in cement. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, oh, Cowboys till July next year. There is one good so match on that pay-per-view, so, to be fair. So that's we'll the promise. Great America Bash 2004, do you? Uh, you sure? Um, yep. Say, Peters, Dave Meltzer thought this was a dud. Would you agree with him? Oh, yes. Thank you for that, um, old woman, Peters. That was big tea. What was that? It was meant to be Paul Bear. <laughs> Paul Bear. <laughs> If you have anything else to add, that will top that. Well, do right for this. No, just what I said, that it made everyone look weak and just devalued Taker. It was just a bit crap, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's just... And it I, went on far too long. I, I understand the tournament thing. You can't have... No, um, you can't have good matches in and out, but... I mean... Also something else, but... As well, uh, put them in a first round match. Don't give them both a bye, surely. Just give one of them a bye. So there's a little bit more explanation of why one of them might be a little bit... I mean, I know they're not saying they're tired, but why it might just not be as good as what you're expecting. Well, JR the liar, as we now know him, willing to be. (laughs) (laughs) He did say, Vince put these two together because he wanted them to face each other, but that doesn't doesn't say why he put them in the second round. Yeah, just put them in the first round and have Kane go to and then get someone injured or do the double count-out thing. Yeah. And then put Paul Bearer in the second round. Yeah. It should have been like right next to, it should be right next to Austin. And then like they both get carried out. Because they're yeah. on fire. How yeah, cool yeah, is so... the stage look randomly? The stage is pretty cool, isn't it? The, the skull. The skull. Yeah. And the fact that it was only tiny and there was fans all around it, I really liked as well. That's what happens when you're in a deadly games. Because I was just thinking, like, one of them could have set the other one on fire with all the torches from there. You know they, both just, they both just go up in flames and they're out. You're like Michael Pierce Hayes, aren't you? You just come up with something absolutely ridiculous and then get Jeff Hardy to do it. I got an <laughs> ideal. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. Yeah. <sighs> the, the next match, then, is Mankind versus Al Snow. Mankind's still wearing his suit. He's looking a little bit more yeah, visual on this one, isn't he? Oh, he still had the jacket. He still had the jacket at this point, isn't he? Yeah, but I don't think he. Is this match we didn't have any shoes on? No, it's the next match we didn't have any yeah, shoes. The next one where he loses his shoes. So mankind uses a chair, no DQ. So, <laughs> but before that, Al Snow as well hits him in the stomach with it. Yeah. You know the top of the chair. That's a DQ straight away. Lax refereeing. Um, for some reason, Mister Socko is wrapped around head. They found Mister um, Socko, didn't they? So, is that why? Is that why he used the double arm DDT in the first match? Maybe. Not really. Explained. I mean, Mister Soccer looks absolutely foul in this thing. Anyway, doesn't he? Yeah. He looks absolutely disgusting. Yeah, Vin, Vince put it there to wind him up or something, didn't he? Right. But then he must have known that Al Snow was going to win his first match. The first, yeah. he just he just ran off with, without with Soccer. It works. Yeah, maybe we would have put it on a guitar or something. No, because it was Alsner had it on, didn't he, in the first match? I'm, su- I'm surprised this wasn't soccer and head on a pole match, bro. I mean, there is a there is a funny bit in it. Mankind does attack head. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing the sock. 
Imagine, do you mean Mick Foley was just thinking that? You know, what am I doing? Ah, <laughs> oh, no, I actually loved it because he was so deep in the character, wasn't he? Yeah. But just, you know, sometimes you just take a back step as you're doing it, <laughs> just punching a styrofoam head <laughs> over its middle. Of... This is like a full on model's head, wasn't it? Like yeah, a... so maybe yeah, it's yeah. Because yeah, did you know that Al Snow's um, action figure got banned? Because right. there was like a parents group that thought it was a severed head. Yeah. Yeah. She got like a little head with it. I think it was Toys. I think it was across here. I think it was in Toys R Us. Yeah. There's a lot of them, but they don't yeah. watch it. There's a there's loads of stuff like games and that, didn't they? You know, like video games, they get banned and nobody's yeah. at, they don't actually ever know what they are. Was that uh, yeah. famous lawyer in there called like Jack Thompson or something who tries to ban every video game going? He didn't yeah. actually ever play. Hey, do you remember Bully? Sure I do. The, the game Bully. Just segue in a bit here. But the aim of the game, that game, Bully, I mean, it was called Canis Cannon Idiot or something, or real, that. Yeah. Is the fact he's fighting his way to the top of the school in order to eradicate bullying. Uh-huh. Yeah, all the parents groups kicked off and wanted it banned, including this Jack Thompson who tried to do whatever his legal procedure was, because he thought he was bullying people. Uh-huh. When in reality, the aim of the game is to get rid of the bullies. Yeah. It's a great game, though. Yeah, it is a good game. Did I and play it? it? Oh, you had it in the I had it on PS2. Yeah. I've got it on PS4. Yeah, they remastered it, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a good game, but yeah, so it's sort of stuff like that. So it's exactly the same with Seventh Head. It's exactly the same with wrestling. They don't watch it. They hear from somebody else about what it is. Yeah. I mean, granted, wrestling in this time period was horrendous. <laughs> Ludicrous. <laughs> it was. But still, do you know what I mean? If they've done any research whatsoever, they realise it wasn't a Seventh Head. Yeah. And also, if it was a severed head, I'm pretty sure you can get like um, like Jason Voorhees action figures and stuff. Yeah, but they're not aimed at kids, are they? Well, they aimed for little. <laughs> Single man in the 50s. You collect uh, Funko Pops, don't you? Pop yep. vinyls. You must have some pretty... Have you got any graphic ones? No. No. But there must be some graphic ones of them which are worse than Al Snow and Head. Just ones of like horror films, but I wouldn't have said they were really graphic. <laughs> they're not, I don't. They're not. I don't know. What do you aim to play with them? I don't really know. To be fair, I don't. But I think no, they, break very, they break very easily. Do they? Yeah. Like, mine mine yeah, are all still yeah. boxed up. Yeah. The last time I was at your house, Peter's. Don't look at your collection again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just. In the middle of the night, just snapping heads and putting the back of the boxes. <laughs> Never open any of the boxes. <laughs> is that what I Oh, God, imagine. No, but I think this is a bobblehead. Like, I remember my, my young cousin got one. I can't remember who it was now. One of my young cousins got one. And it was basically just, just got it and just immediately just pulled the head. <laughs> just came off. <laughs> just There's a crack and it came off. There we go. Um, but yeah. What I'm saying is basically with that sort of thing was uh, it was bullshit by that parents group. And they're all, they're all it was yeah. awful. No, you got that, quite PT, the, um... that PTA group was full of bullshit. Yeah, that's the guys who organised the school fairs. <laughs> Parent Teachers Association, P- it? PTC, right? Parent Teacher Council, right? Oh, uh, yeah, the PTC, sorry. You, just PTA. Said, you said PTA, and I immediately thought it was Parent Teacher Alliance, which is a, is a much better name for it. <laughs> Yeah. Like, like, I guess it was RT, that's why RTC were best off, wasn't it? Yeah. So it all comes full circle in a way. So there we go. Um, 
So Mankind wins after using Mr. Sokko, the Mandible Claw, three minutes. Uh, Mankind will now face Stone Cold. The semi-final, so Stone Cold gets a bye. Lou, Mankind versus Al Snow. Did it live up to your expectations? Nah, I was expecting like a blood feud. Because they, um, they were good friends, weren't they? And then Mick Foley like, absolutely ragged on Al Snow in his book. <laughs> and, and Al Snow didn't find it funny. And he fell out, apparently. <laughs> I was I was thinking for two people that was crazy as these two it was really disappointing. Yeah. If you only get there's not a lot else they can do, is there? No, but, it's more of a no, comedy but, match on it really. I yeah. Was, Big Dave was, gave it half half a star. I know what you're saying. Are you saying the so the eight minutes for Regal X Pack could have been cut down to four and this could have got the, another four yeah. minutes. And then just done like Texas Death Match. Yeah, yeah. No, just done silly little things and you know, just made it a little bit more brutal. But yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of oh, books, I'm pretty sure Al Snow has a book out of um, like How to Survive as like an indie wrestler, and it's got like. Takes himself very very seriously, doesn't he, Al Snow? Oh, I think it's like I mean it's called How to Survive, or it's daft stories from his like being on the road. So I'm sure yeah. there's like cooking stuff on his engine and stuff of his car. Pretty sure wrestling school in uh, in London as well, all over Europe, isn't it? Which uh, Simon Miller off of What Culture went to. Yeah, it's um all over Europe. You, well, you go to that one and he puts you in different places all over Europe to Lego Wrestle. Yeah, did not know that. I don't think Simon, I don't think Simon Miller did, but I think if you're like a young up and coming wrestler, you got, he was on um I think it was Wade Keller's podcast I was listening to it. Oh, oh so I mean I could go and it, oh, by the way, you need to go to Germany next week. Yeah, I think that's what. It, I don't know. Obviously, I imagine it's your choice, but that's what he was trying to who's, do. Who's got the time for that? Well, if you're trying to become a wrestler, I'm guessing you don't have any other jobs. No, you still do it on the side, okay? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so Mankind is going through to face Stone Cold. Uh, the next match is uh, a Battle of the Rocks. Ken Shamrock against hey. Steve Rock. Hey. <laughs> he's, a, he's a clever boy. I mean, this match goes eight minutes. Nothing happens. And then uh, Lou's favourite wrestler, Big Boss Man, comes out. Just sort Again. of... <laughs> I have no issue with Big ring. Boss Man. I'm just... It, it, it just looked like geek to me the entire the entire show. Just looked like an absolute geek. He just sort of come, comes on, goes around, the, walks around the ring for a bit, doesn't he? The rock selling of the ankle lock is brilliant. The rock is the best seller. Well, one of the best sellers going. He's the Texas stunt better than any man in the world. How over is the people's elbow as well? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did that to pop the boys, didn't he, on house shows? Yeah. More than the rock bottom towards the end. Yeah. Well that was what it was on all the SmackDown games was the people's elbow. All the yeah, all the bookend WCW fans. No, the bookend's different, eh? The bookend's like it's a, a because it's like a no, scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's a symbol, isn't it? No, the bookend's like a rock bottom rock bottom, but you just you oh, yeah, sorry, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um Shamrock, well, say the people's elbow is the is the finisher. Shamrock kicks out of the people's elbow. Um, boss man, then <laughs> he's not had a good night, has he? So he lost. Well, he got himself disqualified from Austin. He then lost in seconds to the Rock. Comes out, tries to throw his nightstick to Shamrock. The Rock catches it, uses it on Shamrock, and then chucks out of the ring. So the Rock wins, and now the Rock will face the Undertaker in the semi-final. But is the boss man an absolute clown, or is he not, is he a genius? I'm settling on genius. No, I think he's a clown. 
No, no, no I'm not. Right at this point, no. at this point, he looks like a clown. Towards it, when you realise what's going on, he's a genius. Mm, I agree with no, that. I don't, I don't. No, I don't think he's in on it. He must be in on it. No, because be at the, it? because at the end, they send him away, don't they? For the yeah. final. Did they want him yeah. out there if he was in on it? No, they don't need, need him out there. Nah, you've done a shit job, so we're going to do this ourselves now. We're showing yeah. useless. No, you've done everything you was asked of, so have the night off, pal. Nah. Big Dave gave it two and a half. Have the night off, pal. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I would say. Two and a half, was. It was what it was, wasn't it? Um, Ken Shamrock actually th- beat The Rock in King of the Ring, so it's a bit of a... Yeah. And then The Rock inducted him to the, inducted him to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. TNA Hall of Fame. Turned up on TNA, didn't he? Yep. Mad though, wasn't it? They actually put the rock on the pre-show. The balls on TNA. Yeah. <laughs> Filmed a video for him and he put them on the pre-show of uh, Bound for Glory. This is uh, TNA though, who um, oh, were doing like, a talent swap. Well, doing a talent swap with WWE because uh, the horsemen were going in the Hall of Fame and they asked for Christian. Yeah. Something really? Rick for Christian. Oh, Bruce Pitchell on Undertaker, didn't he? He said Undertaker or Cena, didn't he? They would never have sent them uh, anywhere, though, would they? But yeah, Christian. Uh, I think Conrad said, you think you'd have got them? And he went, no, but I'd have at least asked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Christian. Christian is using site promoter DVD or something, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, team. Uh. Shamrock vs. The Rock, then. Did we think it was good? I mean, we saw the... Can you remember the King of the Ring match? Would you say it was better or worse? You know that you can remember. I've slept since then, I can't remember. Yeah, no idea. We'll go with that. Oh, God, that was like episode 12 on it. <laughs> yeah, just, in this? the archives, are available. It's oh, episode 33, 34, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's not, a, not a few, aren't we? Well, it doesn't bother me a lot, really. We're over <laughs> after you, though. Yeah. Right, we'll move on then. Uh, Paul Bearer, he's, back, he's backstage claiming Undertaker's going to win the title. Cheers for that, Paul. Did you ever um, feel like Undertaker just got in the way in this era? Yeah. It was, like, oh, it was like, yeah, because really, his gimmick doesn't fit. Yeah. Which one of these is not like the other? It's always Undertaker. I never liked Undertaker as a kid. And I think this might be why, because I just, you, when I look at him now, I'm just like, you just got in the way like the attitude here, right? His well, best days favorite. were his, his WrestleMania streak. Like, the end of his career is probably his best, like, up until, like, two years ago. Um, my favourite iteration of Undertaker is the American Badass, and I think that's probably because he fit in better. Yeah, but also it didn't make any sense, did it? Like, oh, no, I'm a dead guy. Oh, by the way, now I just, now I just ride bikes. <laughs> yeah. Right. I bought Chip though. He did the same. You know, I've got him. Mm. Well, that's, no one remembers it. That's why. <laughs> well, I remember it. All right. Well, he was, he was good because you could create American Badass on the SmackDown games. Which yeah, was, exactly. That was, that was his best purpose. I know what you're saying, though, about Undertaker, though. Um, it's just like, yeah. I mean, to be fair, the Ministry Darkness comes after this. And I did enjoy that. Yeah. I don't remember it as a kid, but rewatching it. Yeah, it was the Ministry of Darkness was great. Yeah, that was a bit when he, when, when he's embalming people with Paul Bearer. Yeah, just Midian. And then for some reason, Midian started taking his clothes off. That's a great match. Because of course, it's Regal who was up against while he was it. <laughs> Regal's face is hilarious. But yeah, he, he's sort of one of the old... I mean, he's been there, what, well, as we... You know, if you don't ask JR, but... He'd been there since 1990s. He'd been there eight years, and there was no other gimmicks like this, was there? No. Yeah. 
It's the only it one. Very, that made... very, well, Kane, I guess, but it's the same gimmick, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, one doesn't work without the other, does it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even Mankind. But then Mankind was like, he knew that it he wasn't really Mankind. Yeah, because he was where he was Mick Foley at this point, wasn't he? Yeah, because it blared, didn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, maybe that's why you hate The Undertaker, though. I don't hate The Undertaker. I never <laughs> liked him as a kid. Just never How did you get to so you're saying 2006 to 2012? Is your favourite? Yeah, Taker? so it's, it's the first good one was the match against Batista on it, I think. At WrestleMania yeah, 23. Is that around the time he had a pretty good series of angle on? So that was the year before, because he, he faced Mark Henry at WrestleMania that year, I think. Basket match. Yeah. But I wasn't really into it at that point. Um, I remember being into SmackDown at that point, and him and Angle had a good match at No Way Out. Yeah. It's when Angle come from Raw, he just ended yeah, up. It's, it was it's, it's, Batista, Batista got injured and had to give up his title, and there was a battle yeah. royal, Angle won it. So the Undertaker turned up on a horse. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? Yeah. To challenge him. Take her on it. That was about that, wasn't it? <laughs> Take her on the horse. Take her on the horse. Yeah. Right, this is all about Undertaker. Um, move on to our first match that isn't part of the Deadly Games tournament. It's a women's title match. Sable against Jacqueline. Jacqueline's champion. Um, Jacqueline's with Matt Mero, so Sable's sort of finished with him now uh, because he was so completely jealous and that. Um, Shane McMahon's a special guest ref. Weird. No, it's, no, he's not a special guest ref. He's just a ref. He's just a ref. No, he's special guest he got, ref. He got demoted. Oh, did he? He got demoted for giving Steve Austin that contract to just referee. Yeah, well, he was just a regular referee in this. Because he was a ref before, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, Shane, Shane Stevens. Yeah. Shane, all right, so Shane McMahon's just a ref then. Miro's there. He pulls Sable out of the ring, um, gets low blowed and Sable bombed on the floor for his troubles. Sable, Sable and Jacqueline and wins by pinfall. She's the new champ. Three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did we make of that? It was what it was, wasn't it? Jacqueline's music's a bit funky. I like Jacqueline's music. I can't really remember it. It was that Rocky style music that I liked. Uh... Oh, I thought you meant Rocky. Like, no, not the, not the film. <laughs> that rock metal music that I liked. Uh... I don't remember, actually. Uh, it. The Sable Bomb as well almost went so wrong. Matt Mira almost ended up on his Swede. Yeah. Yeah, because Sable. Did she invent that or was it, was it Matt and Kirby? Who, who did it first? Well, was that Matt Mira's finishing? Yeah, Mira did the, uh, Matt Mira did the Mira Bomb. Right. Oh, I, right. I thought Matt Mira was the godfather when he came out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I made that mistake. <laughs> like... Have you ever seen the godfather? <laughs> I thought, it must have been when he was, I thought he must have been moving from Carol Mustafa to Godfather when he was coming out, because like, he was like <laughs> half and half. Goodness sake, <laughs> Big Dave right. gave this one. It was, it was not It was crap on it. I mean, it was women's wrestling in the 90s. So yeah, Jacqueline was good, though. She, she was, Jacqueline had been around for ages before this. She was wrestling like the early 90s in Jerry Lawler's days. Jacqueline was, is one of them women who was in the wrong era, wasn't she? If only yeah, she'd no, been no, around... He, she started like the 1990s, because some, she yeah, wrestled she, in the Memphis. If she'd have been around 10 years later, she's like the Beth Phoenix of the day. Patricia Lita. Yeah. She's um, like the Beth Phoenix because she was quite the powerhouse as well, wasn't she, Jacqueline? Yeah, and she um, she basically wasn't Sable, so that's why she wasn't champion. <laughs> yeah. She was a cruiserweight champion at one point. 
Jim. Yes, she was. She was the first oh, woman to hold the cruiserweight type champion, I think. Yeah, only one. Mm, there, there we go. go. Well um, but Sable, Sable picks up the win here. She's in. Yeah, should have finished it with the old uh, Zoidberg elbow after the Sable one. Adam Pacetti has come out and got all the gold things. Adam Pacetti. Oh my God, it's Adam Pacetti. It's even about 12 at this point. <laughs> it's very strange yeah. picture. I don't know. I don't know how old he is. Oh, it's it his, it? his early phase, I think. Isn't he? he might, you know, Tom, Tom Campbell, uh, who's definitely listening, just ask Adam Pacetti how old he is, please. Let us know. Let us know how old he was. If he was please. willing to go to St. Louis, Missouri to get gold sticks around him. Um, uh, right, so now we've got the semi-finals. Uh, these have a 30 minute uh, time limit. Um, pointless though, really, because none of them go above 10 minutes. <laughs> so we've got Mankind versus Stone Cold. Well, they Stone might Cold. do. Yeah, I guess it's got the potential. Uh, Vince, Mankind versus Stone Cold. Vince is wheeled out by the Stooges and Commissioner Slaughter. Mankind one point tries to leave. He then tries to use a chair. I mean, this is good in 10 minutes, but nothing happened until the end. Austin hits a stunner, and McMahon gets out of his chair and then just literally beats the crap out of the ref. McMahon Rise is like Jesus, doesn't he? Goodness. Is that the best McMahon rising out of a chair, or is it Linda? Of course it's Linda. How can it not be Linda? <laughs> I think that's the greatest chair rise I've ever seen. <laughs> um, I yeah, wish so, sat back I'm, down it last week. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't, I don't read it. <laughs> don't read it, you don't get upset. <laughs> uh, but man gets out of his chair, but yeah, beats beats down the ref. Austin hits another stunner on on mankind, goes to the pin. Shane, Shane comes out as the hero. He jumps in, but only counts to two. Uh, dun, dun, dun. What was he, he doing next? Well, Briscoe then hits Austin with a chair. Uh, Mankind covers him. That was the Chink weakest chair shot of all time. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, he not have a history of people with chairs. No. Should just put it's him in the chair. He literally taps Austin on the back with a chair. Well, that's all this was really, wasn't it? You couldn't even hear it. There's no foot whatsoever. <laughs> just a, no, it's terrible. Uh, I don't know how Mankind wrestled this match as well with tights and loose fitting trousers on. Oh, yeah, yeah he, he lost his actual trousers, didn't he? And had his tights on the I have no idea. And in socks. I've got yeah, no you know, idea how he safely did this match. Right, I mean, loose fitting trousers. He probably is there any difference? It's only like wearing thermal. Well, yeah. well, yeah, but if you if you're not, Sabu. but you think if you're not wearing shoes, they're probably going to be catching under your socks, aren't they, and standing on them and stuff? Because it was like a really loose fitted suit, wasn't it? So, I mean, and then to have your tights on underneath as well is pretty damn impressive from yeah. old Mickles. This is this is mankind though, who you know. Well, earlier this year he'd been thrown off the top of a cell, hadn't he? So, <laughs> and then jokes on through the uh, <laughs> through, through said through cell, the, yeah, first, yeah, with his tooth in his lip, <laughs> yeah, and there is no bad night for him, wasn't yeah. it? Bad, yeah. night for, bad night for referees here as well, I would say. Oh, get beard. Was it that King of the Ring where Jared Briscoe does even a terrible weak chair shot? It really must have been. That's, that's the only even that I can think yeah. of. Unless yeah. it's unforgiven. It must have been that one. Yeah, basically, Mankind wins then because he's been screwed out of it by... by the, Well, Austin's been screwed out of it by the McMahons. Um, Shane is now a bad guy. This is like, really... Imagine Shane McMahon not being a bad guy. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? JR's disgusted. 
is absolutely livid. But he's the best of this. Lawler, Lawler gets a bone over all the women. JR gets right yard on over Stone Cold in this area. Yeah. If, if, if Stone Cold does anything, JR. <laughs> Even when it, he's man. not, JR talks about Stone Cold. Yeah, basically, the McMahon's run off. Austin uh, runs off backstage, everyone gets into a limo, so um, Austin steals a car. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> about this, there's a security guard stood at that garage at the exit, does absolutely nothing while Stone Cold's stealing that car, just lets him drive by, and then doesn't even chase him down. He's the worst security... I hope he got fired for that. <laughs> Did he that write down the worst the security plans? guard ever. Should have wrote down the number plates so they could track the car later. Revoke that man's goddamn security <laughs> license. I mean, mate, Austin. Yeah, right, mate. Yeah, you've been screwed and... out. Of, screwed out of winning the winning the match. Yeah, fair enough. Annoying, but you can't go around stealing cars. And the man that gets pulled out the car, he like stops before the car and then falls into the into <laughs> the like... car next to it. He like goes like that. It's terrible. And then like it's it, was like a of, it was like a graph of it was like a graph of thing when he gets himself in. Like. Yeah. It it was <laughs> terrible. What do you think then of uh Stone Cold as Mankind? I like the twists and turns in it to be fair. <laughs> I thought the storyline the storytelling in this was really good. Yeah. It was uh, probably it's... my favourite match so far. Yeah. But again yeah, I've, got yeah. I've got an issue with the uh the booking. Go on then. I would have put this one after the lever match because I always think when you've got a face versus heel and a face versus heel and the face wins the first one, it's obvious that the... No, but when the heel wins the first one, it's obvious that the face is going to win the second one. But if a face wins first, then you could a face... You should never have heel versus heel. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, I guess. So the next match, it was obvious that the Rock was going to go through. Good point. Yeah, I mean, that's, maybe, maybe yeah. I think I've got this too much late. But... No, you make so, sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. sense. So you tele- telegraph the next, the next results, basically. I think. Big Dave gave that a three star. I mean, yeah, it, there was a lot there, but it was needed, wasn't it? The storytelling was brilliant. Um, and it's what I liked about the full pay-per-view, really, the storytelling. Um, so we'll go on the next match then. We've got Undertaker uh, with Paul Bearer again against The Rock. Um, I mean... Everyone's favourite wrestler, Big Boss Man, comes out. <laughs> What's this? Yeah. What he six, does. six time, Live. seventh time? He just patrols the ring again, interrupts the people's elbow, and then Taker gives him a good little punch for good measure. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, was it the Taker the face or the heel? Well, The Rock was face, wasn't he? Even though The Rock had just come out of a heel faction. Yeah. But, but he left that faction because he was getting so popular. Yeah, so, yeah. but Man had also been screwing with The Rock. My man yeah. has been screwed with everyone. But I think they was trying to... Obviously, before the ending, now we know what happens. They was trying to do McMahon Austin again, but with McMahon Rock. Yeah. So I'm guessing Undertaker was the, the heel. If he's been going up against Austin, I guess... I don't, I don't bloody know. Take his yeah. take every heel or face. Just what he wants. Yeah, it's just Taker, isn't he? So Big Boss Man's already out. Kane comes out. Joke slams The Rock. Um, Undertaker's then DQ'd. King's wondering, are they on the same page, or is Kane that clever? He's got to take a DQ for by attacking the Rock. You know what I mean? If Kane was on yeah. Undertaker's page, I'd have Taker. Which I never got as well. I mean, it doesn't happen in this case, but why do they always wait so long? Before they interfere. Yeah. <laughs> you, could do, you could do it straight away, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Come out with him, roll in the ring, and then just 
punch one of those seconds, yeah. Maybe, maybe King was just sat backstage thinking, oh, I'm mad as hell, but I don't know what to do about it. Yeah, maybe. And then suddenly it just came to him. It's a bit like uh, Jeff Jarrett and uh, whoever that country song band was, where he waited for the full song before he came out. Oh, no, it was Steve Blackman. Steve Blackman. Jeff Jarrett was playing the song. Steve Blackman waited for the full song to be oh, finished. Oh, he did. That was, yeah. Jeff him. Jeff Hardy did that with Elias even now, didn't he? Just come on. Yeah. Come on. Do it straight away. Yeah, maybe yeah. Just, maybe just thinking about it. Or maybe it's just a long way to the... Um, yeah, maybe. The, you know, the dressing room's at the other side of the arena. They've got to walk all around. Yeah. Let's just take some So The Rock wins um, by DQ, and he will now face Mankind in the final. Eight minutes. Terry Peters, you liked the previous semi-final. Did you like this one more? Mm, no, not really. It was just a bit shoddy, wasn't it, this one? The, the chokes on The Rock as well look terrible. It just, it just wasn't very good, was it? Although there was an underrated line by JR. Go on. <clears throat> Vince McMahon has a lot in common with Paul Bearer. They have the same morals. Incredible. Just dark. <laughs> just dark undertones from JR. No, they don't give a shit about people. Wish they don't. Although I'm pretty sure Vince McMahon didn't try and embalm people. Although he did try and make a storyline that he was, gonna have, he was having a baby with his own daughter. Yeah, yeah, he also made Trish, uh, Trish Stratus back. So. He also put his wife in a coma. <laughs> he, also, uh, he also tried to have a, a match with God. He did. He did have a match with God, I think. He did, that I did. He did Triple H with Holy Water. Yeah, did, yeah. did that. That was the same for you, though. This is, this is uh, Vincent Mann who's booking the show, uh, booked himself to get his head rammed up, Big Show's ass. True, true. I did. Vince McMahon, probably the worst thing he ever did, um, shaved his head and wore a do-rag. Yeah, that. that's true. <laughs> so, he's got a lot to answer for, Vince. <laughs> right, he like, I don't think he'd like Peters there, would he? No. Peters has got a Twitch account. Yeah, he would. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's very true, that's very true. Well, is it Twitch accounts or is it unions? Sacking you. <laughs> a bit Probably Controversial. Both, yeah. Controversial, stuff. Um, you know what? annoy me though. I don't want to slag off AEW yet, but I did read online. Everyone's saying, "Oh, Zelina Vega should go to AEW. It'll be so good." But Cody's also said he didn't agree with unions. So, yeah, they're independent contracts. AEW is, are they? Cause, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the exact same thing. Because I imagine it's a hell of a lot cheaper. But yeah, they but they can take outside bookings. I guess is the difference. Just stick up for my favorite pals at AEW again. <laughs> I just say, I, I just they could know. do they could do indie shows, New Japan, Twitch. No, but people on the internet, let's not make this a WWE versus uh, AEW thing. Let's just, all wrestling needs to change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a full thing. It's not a... Well, they're going to, aren't they? Because Andrew Yang's going to sort them out. I mean, well, there was all, you know, they're trying to do it in Britain until, you know, David Starr sort of messed up with everyone. Mm. <laughs> so... We'll fight you in the lads. But we won't mention that. Can't ever mention Brit wrestling again, can you? Christ. <sighs> <laughs> no, no. Take a mess the rock, and it's all that the rock wins. He's, um, but after the match, obviously, Undertaker is a bit upset that Kane has has ruined his match. So they fight each other into the crowd. Yeah. What do I end up when I do that? I'm checking his eyes. Bloody hell! We've left the arena. We'll stop now. Yeah. <laughs> is anyone looking? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get on the contract. So did they carry a feud in then too? I don't know. I think they're coming to the end of the field. 
Yeah. Are they part? This is probably instructions are on the some point. Isn't it? And then ninety nine. Kane has a weird thing with X Pac, doesn't he? This is with the whole Tory thing. Was in Tory the wrestler, not yeah, um, no. kid. Oh, yeah, Taker has a feud with Bossman, doesn't he? Yeah. I was, yeah, I was, I was well, that's, so, after, so after this, is that Taker does the Ministry of Darkness and then uh, the feud with Corporation, which uh, Bossman's in. Yeah, and it's the whole corporate ministry. Yeah, it's the corporate ministry. And then Taker just goes and then comes back as the badass. And just, yeah, just goes, I ride bikes now, by the way, lads, here we are. Here we are, little bike. <laughs> All that spooky stuff, yeah, don't do that anymore, pal. Bandana. Just, just hit the open road now. <laughs> yeah. I'm a maggot t-shirt, prick. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Stop the count. <laughs> oh, no, all of our American listeners. It's all right, because we didn't count them anyhow, so... <laughs> yeah. So anyway, well, 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 I'm just gonna get it out. Anyway, continue. We've got uh, Michael Cole backstage with Mankind. Uh, they have a little interview. Mankind saying how he's got all the luck because he's through. Doesn't realise that Vince is the one making him go through. Mm. Then got to our second match. That's not part of the tournament. It's the New Age Outlaws against the Headbangers against D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry for the WWF Tag Team Titles. New Age Outlaws are over like crazy. Yeah, they come out and do their shtick. And then there's a massive sign of Road Dog Speech, which I don't know who did it, but props to you. Yeah, fair yeah. play. Good effort. What if one person in that crowd don't want to don't want to hold up a sign? But it's on like the back of like wallpaper or something like that. I yeah. imagine. I'm sorry I got that big. But you know what I mean? You've got, you've got to be some coordination. He's got to go down to the road in front of the lads where I've got this big sign. <laughs> do you mind hold it up? And then, like, you guys in front hold this part up. Some coordination there. Yeah, that's a good effort. Yeah. Oh, you just do it, and everyone's. You only need the people at the ends, really, don't you? <laughs> just, just grab, grab it, grab it across everyone. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's a big flags at football games, isn't it? Yeah. It's coming over. It's coming over. It's not, not like you can just. You don't want to hold it up. You've got no chance, have you? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you remember that guy who sat next to us? Who was one of the worst people ever? Who tried? Who tried to pull the flag down? Yeah. Idiot. How, how well did that work out for him? I imagine it's like that if you don't want to hold the side though. <laughs> yeah. Fair point. But I don't think you'd be allowed to do it now, would you? Would you be allowed to take a, a roll of wrapping <laughs> paper or a wallpaper into a <laughs> into yeah. arena? Uh, I, I guess you maybe you'd have to roll it out and show what was on it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I did that one. You hold that, to... get that steward down there to hold that bit and I'll uh, hold him yeah. down there and then you can read what's on it. Yeah. I went to sp- I went to spat down at Chef Luna and they checked I um Checked our signs, but I don't think he understood what they really meant anyway. So. Is that your regal sign? Yeah, regal sign. And Tom had a big two. <laughs> Tom had a two? Yeah. Two! A two. A two. Oh, two. <laughs> <laughs> Was that on the back of his one of his words? No, I think we did separate ones because it bled through. Uh, I'm sure yeah, I, I, I kept like, it. I tried somewhere. to do a woof sign before and it bled through. Is that yeah, why? No, I can't remember. I had, we all had two signs each. I can't remember what one was now. Was yeah, it A3? Was it A3, A4? What size was it? A3, at least, A3, I think. yeah, you've got to be A3, aren't you, at least? A4, it should be ridiculous, right? It look like, whatever cover your face. Everyone will know that you've got nice. an A4 piece, piece of paper. Everyone will know that you've <laughs> cheats out when you just stole some copy of it from work. <laughs> and you tried to make a sign out of it. It'll be ridiculous. Or, 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 no, I, I, think, I think A3's too small, I should now think about it. No, I, reckon, I think it's A2. 
Yeah, yeah. A2 is where it's at, I reckon. Here's it's a like, question. A3 for... is short, small. Yeah, A2. A2 is a- what you need. A2. A2. What, what happens after A1? Because surely that's A2. not the bit. Or are you just not allowed paper bigger than A1? A2. A2. What, what's bigger than that then? After, 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 is it against, <laughs> is that against the law, is it? <laughs> I'm trying to think of what happens after A1, and I was like, I don't know, Westlife, but I can't think of it. <laughs> Is it you do A1 and you try and go bigger and just like it just spontaneously combusts in your hands? Yeah. <laughs> no, there's definitely an A and R. A and R's the big one that you used to have at school on the, on the flipboard. Is still, it three, it? still got one of like There's an A and R. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. Well, bigger than that, um, it's just like people can't handle the power or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's one bigger than that and it's just like, oh my God, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> It's beat up by the townsfolk. You monster. Um, no, right, well, that's the sign. Clearly, I'm, clearly um, I'm Googling paper sizes right now. <laughs> of course. Well, while you're doing that, we'll carry on with this match. Um, so the headbangers, D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry, all attacked Billy Gunn and Road Dog um, on heat. Everything's happening on heat. And then weirdly, yeah, Terry Peters, you're a stickler for the rules. Have you ever heard of the outlaw rule before? No. It sounds complete um, bollocks. Do we know what the outlaw rule is? Oh, so A naught is if you put an A1, an A2, an A3, an A4, an A5, an A6, an A7, and two A8s together, you get A naught. But they're all twice as big as the next one. There you go, then. Mm. So there you go. Anyway, so surely, surely you can take an A naught down into like how many A1s it is, then. With two, isn't it? You just fold it in half. Right. Um, yeah, so what about the outlaw rule? Have you ever read the outlaw rule, though? Yeah, it's where you can't pin your partner. <laughs> I was thinking, has anybody done that? Yeah, I was thinking they would do that. I reckon must have done it to make that rule. I think they, I think they have, yeah, because it was it used to be where you could just tag each other in, it? And they must have pinned themselves to keep the belts. Well, this match, yeah, it was a bit of a mess, wasn't it? Because it was a triple threat. The rest of it was like a triple terrible. threat. Yeah. King, King had no idea what was going on. Because King got to the production meetings and you could tell in this match because he had no idea what the rules were. No, I don't. Normally, when you get three tag teams, it's still two in the ring, isn't it? Yeah, which I've always hated, so I prefer this one. But I don't well, think they realised what it was half the time. One very good, no. But yeah, I don't like the, the fact that you could you can tag someone else in from a different mm. team, because why would, why would you? No, because you so get everyone, the old... Just, everyone just does you a whole tag, yeah. well, they slap back in that, don't they? Yeah. And like, Tag themselves yeah. in, don't they? So this should have just anything of a two on two should be tornado. Yeah, which it was in the end anyway. That's not it. Yeah, I mean it. It went yeah. ten minutes. Nothing happens. Billy Gunn uses a power, dra- power driver on Mosh to win. New Edge Outlaws retain the titles. He used to discuss his pants though, really, don't we? Uh, uh, what? I've never understood which, the which, which bit. Because there's two bits of his pants we need to discuss. Well, there's the bit that he's got, you know, he's got holes in his ass. Oh, the actual holes in him? Yeah, they're just showing See, his... I thought it was just flesh bits, flesh bit cold. Flesh I thought it was just bits of tight. Yeah, I thought it was just thinking about um, Billy Gunn's pants. Or is it the next bit where Billy pulls his pants down? Yeah, why is he moving proud? That's not Billy Gunn's worst ever outfit, though. His worst ever outfit is after he wins, is it the 99 King of the Ring? 
and he team he tag teams with China, and he literally wears them pants he's wearing now, but all see through. Is he? You know, like um, Christian's shirt. Horrendous. Where Christian used to wear that shirt that you can still see yeah. his body through. That's what his pants were made of. Well, apart from that, I think that bit was dark. Ah, it better be. But there's a, there is a bit in between the two DXs where they tried to push Billy Gunn, who wears them weird pants. Yeah, this, I know, I know what you mean. We said, I think we said last week, thank God, um, I think it was about aliens in AEW or something. But, you know, Vince needs to tell you what your gimmick is. Is this not the most indie gimmick ever? And you're just like, why are you pers- persevering with it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, it doesn't make it? sense. He just, just loves ass. That's his yeah, gimmick. You ever, ever listen to his music? He's I'm an ass man. Yeah, but some of the lyrics are, he, he likes to touch him, he likes to kick him. So what's he doing? You know what I mean? Is he loving the ass or is he just wanting to kick the ass? Don't make any sense. Depends whose ass it is, doesn't it? Oh, okay. So the, the, the current giving made it sound like he's in love with his own ass. I get the Mr. Ass thing, right? Cause that was... how, does he, how does he lick that? I don't want, I don't want to be there when he tries. DDP yoga. <laughs> but I get the I get the Mr. Ass thing because he's it's funny because he's called Badass. So his first name Bad, second name Ass. I get that. That's funny for like a few seconds. Is that where it came from? I think so. I'm I'm guessing so. It must have been where it came from. His name was Badass Billy Gunn. He wasn't like he didn't have a passport no, that said like be ass, didn't he? No, <laughs> I think he was called Badass, wasn't he? And that's when the that's where the Mr. Ass thing comes from. But then he's all of a sudden, he becomes the booty man. Yeah, it was the booty man before. Well, the, booty know, man. The, booty, the booty man was before. Yeah, it was the booty man after the booty man, yeah. So, so we're saying that the booty man had already not worked. <laughs> we don't know about that. The booty man existed. I think that the booty man didn't work. That's how it opens the discussion, surely. Some people really. Well, it's it's the talking, didn't it? Yeah. This is a far cry from the booty man. There's not a frying pan in sight. There's no you've booty bib. You've got to pick one. Booty Man or Mr. S. Uh, booty Man. I think I'd Let's think. do a wrestling around Paul right now on Twitter. Even though no one will understand the context until like three days' time. Why didn't you do, do, why it, why do, do, why do it for, for, do it for a week, then. Yeah, we'll do it for a week long. Yeah. And then we we'll can tell everyone. Then we'll, you know, the next week, join us next week for the results <laughs> Booty Man versus Mr. S. I mean, Big Dave gave this one star. It was just a mess from start to finish. Boring. I don't understand. I get the probably one of all the titles on the card. I get that, but I don't think this pay per view needed the two extra matches. No, I just guess they're there to just have a give a, a, give a rest. Yeah. 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 But they were both crap. Yeah, so just yeah, put, which is the best bottom based gimmick? Mr. Assar, the booty man. Seven days. Seven all, days our polls are, all our polls give, give people time to vote. So this is another one. We won't even get on with that. But it was a disgrace. Um, it was almost as bad as Terry Peters' attitude recently. <laughs> Terry Peters' attitude? What's his attitude? Um, he always he big lead you. Have you forgot about that already? No, he did, he did big lead me. Never big true. lead anyone. Yeah, I was very, I was very, I was very surprised. Oh, as an you know uh, uninvolved party, um, I've I've read both sides of the story, and it kind of sounds like you big league did. Didn't mean to, did I? It was an accident. Didn't know you were still there. It's very hurt. 
It was an accident. You've admitted it. You've big-wigged him. Should we move on to the, to the final? The final deadly game, shall we? Should we do that? Okay. It's a deadly game! I'm not sure if I can move on, but I'll try. This is for the, the WWF title. The, the vacant WWF title. Mankind versus The Rock. Um, and guess who's backstage as The Rock's coming in? Boss, the big man. boss man. Yeah, well, <laughs> so again. God's sake. with Shane oh. and Vince. Goodness um, sake. Basically, just this, say, is, this is the bit where we, we think differently of this segment now, don't we? I think they've said. Because I think like, Vince is like, look, mate, you fucked up all night. <laughs> right, you know. Yeah, you've had, like, you know, what's this, The Rock's fourth match? You've had three chances to, like, not get him. No, no. This is where you're wrong. Rubbish, this is where man. you're wrong. I think this is Vince saying, we've got to keep up the rules, pal. Nah, nah. You've done your job. Well done. You've done yeah, exactly what I asked for you. Yeah. It's useless. You know, but he has. He's got, he's got the rock oh. through. Yeah, but he didn't know it was his job. Well, he might have done. You don't know. You know what was back to Vince knows. He's got a bit. Vince is sure. Of course he knows there's a camera there. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think Vince was like, mate, like, look, honestly, you've screwed everything up tonight. Go on. <laughs> please. Yeah. So we've got the the old, uh, the match starts. Um start fighting in the crowd at one point. Um, the Rock's got a plastic barrel. <laughs> Uses a weapon. There's no DQs. There's no count-offs. There's no nothing. Yeah, but that wasn't announced, yeah. was it? That was just... just, no, no, just that. that was at the ref's discretion, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Ebner just decided he wanted to let it go. Yeah, um, Kick makes a really good point, because Mankind tries to use the steps, and then The Rock is absolutely obliterates him with a chair. Mm-hmm. And then Mankind low-blows him later on. And King says, look, you can't really disqualify mankind after what the Rogs just done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good point. Very good point. Yeah. Good point well made by King. First time yeah, well, well done, King. Um, mankind, of course, um, you know, destroys his body. Goes for a, It does a weird leg drop that where just falls off the table. There was no point he was ever going to go through that table, was he? No. No. The first he one. He goes there. through it later on with an elbow drop that he misses. But he just does a leg drop, and I don't even think he lands on the table. <laughs> no, it's nowhere near it. Of course, yeah, so Mankind does a, an elbow drop, uh, misses and goes through the Spanish announce table, because, you know, that was the only reason the Spanish announcers were there. But, you know, it keeps... Um, I said what was weird as well. When King, um, JR was like, oh, we're announcing in three different languages tonight. Now there's about 20 of them. Yeah, like, there is as well. They've got like a full row on the arena, haven't they? Shows how big it's it is there. now. Because when we thought this was like the peak of wrestling worldwide, it's probably now, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was uh, interesting. Yeah, there you go. Um, and Mankind uh, kicks out with the people's elbow and the rock bottom. Um, and then, of course, it's Survivor Series. I guess this was new, so nobody was sick of it. But it's Survivor Series, so somebody in the mid events getting put in a sharpshooter, not tapping out, and Vince is calling for the bell. Yeah. Wow, we've never seen that before. I mean, like oh, wait, JR did sorry, like goddamn year before. JR did absolutely telegraph this like the entire night. <laughs> so this was gonna happen. Yeah. But yeah, I, I guess like this was the first time, so it made sense because it was the Mister Man character. Like now it's like every year in it, but now it's like the referee's not even Ben. The referee's just like Charles Robinson did it, she did it for a Charlotte Flair did, one. Didn't he say it was because he was a Ric Flair fan? Yeah, but the next week it's yeah. just on like it's had no repercussions whatsoever. It's just yeah, like, like just referee on SmackDown again. Don't make any sense. But yeah, they, they go back to the wall a bit now, but I guess let them off because it's the first time it's happened. Um, so the Rock wins. The Rock's a new champ. 
17 minutes. Absolute swerve. The Rock and Vince embrace. And then there's like a little promo. Um, but man turns on Mankind. Mankind says he doesn't understand, so the Rock attacks him. Then Stone Cold comes out. He makes the save. Rock and Austin brawl. The man's run off. Austin hits a stunner on the Rock, and then it's one on Mankind as well, for good measure. <laughs> I guess Mankind had been screwing with him, to be fair. And that's that's the match. So, basically, the Rock was a double agent all the way through. So, now what are you thinking? Look, you think the boss man didn't do a very good job, but mm-hmm. in the first, that's first that's match... That's First match, he beats down Stone Cold to make him weak, yeah. Second match, he basically gives The Rock a bye. Mm-hmm. Jumps, goes in, gets rolled up. The third match, he gets his nightstick. Mm-hmm. Does he throw it? Does he throw it to Shamrock or does he actually throw it to The Rock? I think he finally throws it to The Rock so The Rock can use it. Yeah, don't purpose that, yeah. does he? The last match, that is it. Um, Kane did his job anyhow, so I guess he just had a night off. So he actually... You know what I mean? It was all... The Rock was the one who got put through. Yeah, but Rock no, because Boss Man was just incompetent. Like, Because there was one point where he stopped The Rock from winning against Shamrock. Because I thought at first, oh, double agent, Boss Man. But no, I think he was just incompetent, which is why Vince was like, yeah, get yourself off, mate. Yeah, make <laughs> it look believable. No. no. I guess we'll find out on Raw tomorrow night. On Raw from 22 yeah. years ago. Yeah. I mean, some of the, the promos afterwards could have been done on Raw, and I think it would have been a stronger ending if it was just like, oh my God, what's happened? Yeah, it's very much of that, you know, we said it before, and we asked, you know, Hogan was posed, Austin was done. Yeah. Tell you what, yeah, if that cheap. happened now, we would like Twitter and that, imagine now, should we Austin down our throats? It never went now. But I think no, back in the day, it was kind of expected, wasn't it? The big hero gets the, the send off no matter what happens. Yeah, people want to see it. Yeah, but I, I agree, like, it would have been a much better. Do that after the. After the cameras have stopped rolling. Yeah. Sure. Because sure. Yeah. There's, no, there's no in there then, so you could get away with it anywhere. All the in there was less prevalent. But yeah, it would have been a lot better if it was just like, what just happened with like Rock holding the title and hugging Vince? And then they could have yeah, discussed it on, on Raw. Tay Peters. Um... You always have to have Austin playing his music at the end of every Attitude Era pay-per-view. He's a big star, don't he? No, no, I'm, saying, I'm not disagreeing that, but you know, you think he wasn't even involved in the match. Come on. Yeah, but he's obviously... Yeah, because I mean, I guess he was a victim, but Mankind was a bigger victim, wasn't he? Exactly. You just think, come on, just leave it out for once. Yeah. Well, this is the Mankind rock feud, isn't it, where um, Rock basically uh, bashes Mankind's head in. Oh, yeah. Sure. This is is the start of it, isn't it? Yeah. Say, Peters, um, settle a debate then. Big boss man. Excellent double agent or um, incompetent buffoon. Excellent double agent. Ah, Thank you. You're right there, was, Peters. You are right. Uh, he knew what was going on. Of course he did. Now you watch it back, it all makes sense, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. It was just incompetent. It does. It all makes sense. It was just incompetent. So, you know, he did He did the he did the right thing. Yeah. What did you make of the, of the ending then, Peters? The full, the last match? The Probably the best the match of the night. 17 oh. minutes, definitely the longest. Double everything else. It, yeah, I would I would say it's it's the best thing. Oh, there's an odd bit of commentary. The rock splats all over the floor and this leaves a sweaty spot. Why they need to announce there was a sweaty spot there, who knows? And also, the rock hitting the stairs was absolutely horrendous. Into Mankind's face. Yeah. That looked brutal. But really good match. Very well done. 
Lou, then, apart from Big Boss Man's role, um, did you enjoy the, the ending? Did you enjoy the I swear? Enjoyed it. I enjoyed it anyway. I was just a geek. Just a geek. <laughs> I don't know. This was the only match that was really pay-per-view quality. But having yeah. said that, I enjoyed the whole pay-per-view because the whole the whole story. But this is the only match where you would think like it would be on normal pay-per-view, if you know what I mean. I I'd agree with maybe, you. Maybe some of the other ones, there's a couple on there, like maybe some of the other, the Rocks of a match against Shamrock, maybe. But this was the only one that really felt like a proper pay-per-view match. And I, this is why I enjoyed the pay-per-view, because of the story running all the way through it. And then at the end, when it all happens, you're like, yes, that is so, yeah. I thought it was incredibly well written. Mm-hmm. Same. And you think um, that there was like no real downtime, was there? Every no, time one match ended, it was just like yeah, a quick it was segment. Yeah, it was a quick turnaround. Yeah. Back into the next one. Great. I think, again, like I always say, like I think it's obviously live wrestling is better than watching it on TV. Imagine being on this show. It would have been amazing. Yeah, this would have yeah. been really good. I think the, that's why the crowd was so hot as well. Yeah, yeah the crowd were good all the way through. So, Terry Peters, what do you think of the, of the whole pay-per-view then? It was all right, wasn't it? I understand why some of the matches were like they were. I did like the payoff and the storytelling with the sort of swerve and everything at the end to create the corporate champ and that I and obviously the corporate ministry. But I just think some of this maybe didn't need to go on as much as what it did early on. Like Regal X Pack, there was no real payoff for that. Give it to something that's a little bit better. But you should give it a score out of ten. Why is it six point five? It's not. Oh, he's <laughs> not done one since we called him out on it. Yeah, it's a six point six zero. What? Just six? Yeah, I, I just didn't. I just couldn't get on board <laughs> with it. Was. I just could not get on board yeah. with it. Oh, what do you get, Enlo? I, well, I don't, I don't know. I, uh, I tend to add it because we've done so many now. But I think it was like if I was to rank him, I think it'd be up there in the top ten, probably in top five. What we've done, shows we've done. Really? I really enjoyed it, yeah. Really enjoyed it. And not in a ridiculous way, like Halloween 95, <laughs> which is my favourite episode we've recorded, I think. But yeah, I just... I, cause it, I think because it, it never stopped, really. It had been a really good pay-per-view to watch at the time, for sure. But mm. I, still think it, I still think it held up, because I kind of knew what was going on, knew the ending. And there was still a few times watching the show, I was like, well, what? I go, what? What's happening here? Like, there was a few twists and turns, even though I knew what the end was. So I thought it, it really worked. Yeah, I, I would give it a seven. Um, the wrestling was lacking. And I know they didn't get a lot of time with them, but nobody some cares, of them couldn't be. Nobody cares. Who likes wrestling? No, some of them couldn't be. But the story all the way through for me was what it was. It made sense. The full pay-per-view made sense. Mm-hmm. I believe you said that they should have done this in 2015. Yeah, the one where Roman and Dean Ambrose ended up in the final. Mm. And then Roman just won it clean and Sheamus cashed in. It was the worst possible ending. Well, obviously, they should have done bloody Roman sides with Vince. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I swear. Yeah, well, everyone's saying you should have turned him heel. And he but... Yeah, they should have done that. Because well, they've, they've done it now. Look how brilliant it is. So imagine doing that with crowds. It's been amazing. Mm. He was Vince's boy, so that's just, yeah. I was, I was really, yeah, I remember watching Survivor Series 2015 live and thought, they're going to do something. Because I'd, I'd never watched this paper before, but I'd heard of it. And I was like, oh, they're going to do something similar. And it was just, they went with the most boring ending ever. But really, they should have copied this. Do you think that Roman Reigns, now we're moving off topic, but Roman Reigns now, I think if, when he come back at SummerSlam, the crowd was shit on it. Yeah, but that wouldn't matter because he was here, anyway. Hmm. So when he did boo him, more fuel to the fire, innit? Oh, 
But um, I did enjoy I thought it was very well booked. And I remember watching that Survivor series and I, I agree with you. They should have done something like this. Yeah. But yeah, this was more yeah, but it was just more swears back in the day, wasn't it? When you think now, like how kind of formulaic the wrestling is now, like it's good the wrestling quality is a lot better now than it was back then, obviously, if on the yeah. show. Yeah, the quality is, but, but the, the story is just now. You know, as as Randy Hogan said, like stories are lacking these days out there in in modern wrestling. Yeah, he said, uh, you win, I win, you win, I win, you oh, win, I win for about eight months. How long is predictability? How long have the Mysterio's been fueled with Seth Rollins? For about five oh, finished, years. Finished now, isn't it? Finished yeah, but it went on far too long. How many, times like, have, yeah. how many times have we seen Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode against New Day? Yeah. Any one time of Dolph Ziggler is too many. I think we can all agree that. That's the issue that they do now. They go any few, like Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre, I have enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But I've seen it Those five times. Yeah. Yeah. Where, no, that's, yeah, that's it. Rock Austin, one of the best feuds of all time, yeah? Yeah. But they only yeah. wrestled, they didn't wrestle each other that often. No. Their three, their three uh, WrestleMania matches were spread out over five or six years. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I, I like today's products, don't get me wrong. Like, I still enjoy WWE and everything. I know it's not gold set. But yeah, I just felt like the, you don't get stories like this anymore. No. This was just unpredictable. Unpredictable from start to finish. Like even when you knew where the end was, you didn't know how I was gonna get how you were gonna get there. So yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a pay per view. I watched it all in one go as well, which I've not done for years when we've been doing these pay per views. Like that's but this the best way just, to do it. Yeah, I just didn't stop. All in one. That's good. Um so next week, if you enjoyed this Survivor series, we've got Survivor Series nineteen ninety two, which does have a classic Survivor series match in it. Have you seen that one before though? I have not. No, I, I imagine it's going to be a very different pace to this Survivor Series. Oh, yeah. Guess who picked it, though? Mr. IWEC <laughs> itself. It's your Same boy. Peters. Holler at your boy. Holler at your boy. Uh, I imagine you picked it purely for um, Brett Hartshaw Michaels. Probably, yeah. It sounded like a good little cat, to be fair. Nifty. Yeah. This is this is the difference. Look, your story based, so you love that one. Take Peter you're gonna love this one because it's it's gonna be wrestling based. Exactly. Am I right? You are right. Um, and then after that, everybody wants this. The fans want it. I want it. Lou wants it. Terry Peters does not want it. We're returning to WCW in two weeks' time for World War Three, nineteen ninety-five, and for us keeping score at home, yes, that is the pay-per-view straight after Halloween Havoc ninety-five. Terry Peters, I know the stories now. Are you? Will you be enjoying that one? Um, actually, to be fair, there's not about four hundred and seventy-five matches like there usually is on a WCW card. There's seven, and they're gone for a decent length of time. So I may be able to buy into it. But three rings. Yep. I mean, three, that's fine. Man. Oh, it's gonna be. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm intrigued as to how it looked. Yeah, same. I'm intrigued yeah. how they're gonna film it. But yeah, they, so they, I think they film it by having three cameras and showing them all at once. <laughs> oh, it's good. a good look Yeah, it's gonna be several split screens. Yeah, but this time the split screen will be necessary. <laughs> I like the last time when they shot everything twice. Ah, oh, ridiculous! Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. I'm, in, I'm intrigued how they're going to commentate, how they're going to, yeah, how they're going to do all of it. I'm very intrigued. I've often heard about World War Three because I never saw, I've never seen one, but I've always been intrigued. Not since the WCW Mayhem games on before them. So, 
Looking forward. To it. In fact, no, I think Miami replaced World Games actually. Not World Games. Am I looking three. forward to it? Yes, yes, I am. Yeah. Well, WCW and the fans are because you lot love WCW. Christ. Yeah, you really WCW. do. So do I. Well, WCW right, podcast these days. Yeah. Nothing but WCW. Tay Peters, where can we find you ignoring your longest and oldest friends? You can <laughs> find me at Bell Nation on Twitter, Bell Nation on YouTube, twitch.tv forward slash Bell Nation, RL92 on Instagram, and Tez Fish Pod on Twitter. Well, um, you'll never hear this from Terry Peters. But where can you find? <laughs> where can we find you? I think very much. Yes. Uh, you can find me at Lou Markham on Twitter, and Instagram, um, and also underneath um, Total Screamers Football Podcast. Um, I'm in their mentions now, apparently. Yeah, there right. Yeah. Good stuff. You can find me on Twitter as at the Ross M. You can. You'll never hear this from Peters. So if you if you're listening <laughs> to this. You'll never hear it from one of Peter's dreams who goes to Bell Nation. So make sure you record it now. So you think, oh, I'll watch Bell Nation on Friday nights on Twitch. Or I'll watch one of his YouTube videos that come out at 6 o'clock every day. Um, see what I did there, Peter's? Because we're friends. Thanks. I just promoted you then. Thanks. <laughs> but you'll never get it back. You can find us all on Twitter and Instagram at WrestleRounds, W-R-E-S Around. We're on YouTube at Wrestling Around Podcast. We're on Facebook, Wrestling Around Podcast. If you've got some seltzer you want Lou to try out, he will. He'll interrupt you, me as he's doing it. So if you get a kick out of that, you can email us at wrestlingaroundoutlook.com. That's wrestlingaroundoutlook.com. Basically, wrestling around anywhere. On any, anywhere you listen, give us a review, five stars and all that. Even I want, what I want you all to do is I want you to spam Bell Nation with wrestling around. <laughs> Anything that's got Bell Nation's name on it, I want you all to comment wrestling around. And don't forget wrestling around. There you go then. See what happens. That's what I want us all to do. Yeah, we did, did, get, we, did get, we did get a mention on Friday night on the stream. See, I promised oh, it. We got, we, we got one. Now <laughs> <laughs> you asked for Christ. I, I guess you know. Thanks for joining. Look, I'll, you, you didn't get one of these the overnight, Lou. So thank you so much for joining us today, Lou. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Peter, Peter's, you've been here as well. Thanks. <laughs> That's how it feels, Peter's. <laughs> I know how it feels. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And join us next week for another Survivor Series, but this time it is in 1992. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.